Yo, what's happening? It's Vince McMahon. This is Chad G. Slim Villain. Together, we form the three-man group known as the Fabulous Three Bros. And this is... Subject to change. It's the show where we bring you all the high spots, the low blows, and everything else in between the ropes of professional wrestling. So stay tuned, and let's get it popping off. And if they're smart, they'll listen. Ear. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Oh. Oh, Same shit. time type shit. I, I thought of that uh Max Caster. <laughs> I was just like, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Oh, he knows it's the, the three bros well. back subject Max to change. Your girl doesn't like you because you are a lame. Whoa, you don't play whoa. games. What's going on right now? I'm going insane. <laughs> Everything I say is coming out of my brain. Oh, bars. <laughs> CM Punk, you're the best in the world. But can you even compete with your own homegirl? Oh. Um, and then Anthony Bones goes, the acclaimed have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> it's the acclaimed. I'm going to take some names. Get this shit off the airwaves. <laughs> <laughs> Put this nigga on dark. <laughs> Turn that shit off. Yeah, just put, him, put him on dark with all the rest of them. What do you mean the rest of them, Cody? This nigga developed a list. What do you mean the rest of them, Cody? <laughs> you know what I mean. They're going to be like, because uh, Lee Johnson's facing Miro for the title. Like, see, like, like we had a title match with, with a black wrestler. <laughs> oh, what if he won that shit? Nah, he's not going to win. You're going to get the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Win. I mean, Miro, Miro's on his tear. Yeah, yeah Miro should win that match. Damn. Raw, one Fuck still Raw. sucks. That shit. Alexa Bliss shows up, like, on the next episode or whatever she's on, like, and acts like none of that fiend shit ever happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. Be I, so I, I funny. I'll forgive them for that. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be, I'd be if fine Bray with Wyatt, like, I wouldn't even question for taking it. his intellectual property. <laughs> I mean, I guess signing a contract, you just he probably signed it over. Shit. Yeah, worth yeah. all that shit. Any idea you come out of your brain, that's technically under them. If you under contract with them, they own your thoughts. They own your motherfucking existence. That's a rumor that Keith Lee uh, didn't sign that. Uh, he didn't sign his name over. Yeah, that's why I'm proud he of him. Jobbed out yeah. now. Do you think? Do you think like, he's not satisfied right now? Do you think he would be satisfied? Wants to wants out, and that's kind of why he was trying to keep keep his namesake just in case that day comes. I feel like he might be. I feel like yeah. he might be. I feel like he might like. I feel like he might have like. Uh, he might not have wanted out before, but like when they were like playing hardball with him, like over that gimmick, he's probably just like, you know what? Like, mm-hmm. I'll probably I'll just leave like over. Yeah. And he's still he's back now. And he still hasn't explained his absence because he always yeah. just keeps saying, "I'm going to explain why in detail when everything is fine." Maybe he's waiting. For a reason, if it's not injury related, yeah. then it has to be something backstage where he can't say much until he's out of there. I, so, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we come on the show next week and Keith Lee is going. So. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody, I don't know what the source is on this, but people have been saying that like his contract's up in August, like his current contract's up in August, and so maybe he's waiting for that to run out first. Yeah, I don't like, blame him. It was like, nigga, this is my name. Like the fuck. Like, they I'm did not that show with Cody, my right? Name over to you. That's crazy. And it's like the fact that oh, they're yeah, even they fu- the fact that she would even fight me this hard on my name 
I'd be like, yo, I, I just, I'm, I'm good. I'll go somewhere else. Yeah, that, that would definitely change your perspective on working for somebody if they really just try and take your identity, copy your whole shit. I mean, like, that's his government you need name. 100%. Can't just cop that. I mean, how did they do it with Cody, though? That's what I'm confused about. Is it because the Rhodes family name is kind of tied to wrestling that they were allowed to hold his name? Yeah, probably. Maybe. Yeah, he probably did. He probably signed over, like, I like Dusty Rhodes might own his name, like yeah, Dusty Rhodes. Just the Rhodes but, title. But the Cody Rhodes, yeah, he might, he probably didn't own like that full moniker. Damn, well, that sucks. I mean, I wouldn't blame Keith if he wanted to head out after getting dropped off the cross. So, I yeah, mean, if y'all ready to get into it, if y'all ready to get into it, we can, unless y'all want to go, let me finish my rundown. Oh, yeah, oh, shout out. We, we, we got to talk about uh, the boss. Oh, oh Sasha, yeah, I got that. For NXT, I got Dakota Kai and Raquel, Cameron Grimes and and uh, L.A. Knight carrying the show. Oh, yeah, that 100% um, the best part of that show. <laughs> Joe Joe being back in action, I guess we can touch touch base on that. A- I kind of have mixed feelings about that, but we'll continue. All right, but A.W., CM Punk is coming. We can talk about the results of Fighter Fest and Jericho, Jericho and Gage. Page. I'm actually about to check that out right now, see if I can watch that little last bit. Um, Adam Page, yeah. Um, yo, I was surprised. I was surprised on the results of that, but anyway, we, we can get into that. Um, SmackDown. Cena versus Roman, the updates on that, Bianca and Banks, which I think oh. is becoming a classic rivalry. I'll get into that more over, like, my argument. Oh, Cena being a dickhead again. Yo, <laughs> fuck, yo I still yeah, hate I Cena. That. that was crazy. <laughs> yo, Finn got to whoop his ass, bro. Yeah, he got beat up fucking Corbin homeless ass. That fucking bum. <laughs> <laughs> so we go, we go get into that, man. I love Corbin's character now. <laughs> it yeah. makes you laugh. It I wanted to talk about, um, I wanted to talk about that promo he did last week. On um, I don't know if you saw it was like that backstage segment he did with Kayla. Oh yeah, yeah I he saw was that. like he's like oh, I can't even oh, the bills of my the, the, my lease of my house is about to run out. I'm about to, I'm about to they're about to take my car. I'm just like bro, like bro, you only really, you like, lost every, your crown like three weeks ago. Like, he was he like lost, he lost his money in Bitcoin. Did he say that too? Again? Yeah, he was like he said I made, made some bad investments in Bitcoin. He was like it just he's like people keep saying that it's gonna go up from here, but it just keeps getting worse. That I hit rock bottom, but it just keeps getting worse. It's like, damn, how did your life get that like much <laughs> terrible in like two so, weeks? Like, are they paying him each week? Like, are they paying him? Yeah, like, saying, what the fuck? Are you making this page to show up to SmackDown? It's like his expenses are outweighing all his um his income at this point. So, <laughs> like, what the hell? So then we um then we got that. That's the last point I got. But then I wanted to talk about the question. Really, are we officially in a new era? And was COVID technically its own era, just like that two year, half year and a half span we had, you know, because we had, you know, we got attitude era, and then we had ruthless aggression, then we had what PG era, I guess, and then after that, yeah, pandemic era, reality era, if you want to consider that one, like like Dan Bryan, yeah, like twenty fourteen, that's CM Punk, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah, the bank is like Like two thousand twelve ish to like sixteen, maybe. I don't remember. Wait. It was when Triple H cut that promo. It was like, we are in the reality era. Like, whatever. It was like, whatever. And it was kind of like, <laughs> I think it was the authority. Oh, the know. authority area. I don't know the if they really oh, authority, I hate the authority era. era. I, I feel like after, after Ruthless Aggression, they don't really outline like the eras anymore. You know, like that's what I'm kind of like. like they, they kind of do. The Roman yeah. Reigns era. Like the, the PG era. era was pretty long. Yeah, you naming them at the people. I mean, Cena era was like between. It started uh, starting ruthless aggression. They said ruthless aggression two thousand two to two thousand eight. So I mean, I would say that's the Cena era, and going into the PG era too. 
And then I it got the here. The PG era was like, I feel like 2009, Cena though. Owned, like Cena owned that era. Yeah. I feel like 2009, though, was like when it became like the Cena show. Because you still have Batista like yeah. around that time still like yeah. on like the other mm-hmm. side. But then like once he left, it was like, no, this is like all centered around John Cena. Yeah. And, Cena. and the kids and the kids for the most part, that's like that was the number one reason why. Because he like he cater to that audience but anyway after that reality era they say from 2014 to 16 then they say we're in a new era 2016 to present i mean i guess so because <laughs> the new era i think is kind of centered around one the women's revolution and two like nxt and just like the influx of all these new talents so i guess it's kind of like it's kind of a new era in the sense that like they they like to bring in a lot of new people shuffle some people out quick yeah, and but that's it's a new just, perspective on women, so it's like a question mark because they still be bringing back Goldberg and Hulk Hogan and all that stupid nonsense. Yeah. Oh man, Roman Reigns, like he, re- it's 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 got it's really weird. Like, I guess you could say it was his era because they kept trying to push him, and he, he made it like shit. four WrestleManias. Oh, I missed the but, best table spot. Let me go back. Go ahead. But he, but he missed like he made it like four WrestleManias, but he wasn't like over as he is now until like a year ago <laughs> so yeah. i feel like he always got like this is this is era i feel like he always got like crazy reactions but they weren't really the reactions that he was yeah. supposed to be he got getting. like very not very, what they wanted yeah like mostly yeah. negative like reactions it was but that's not mixed, like, that's not necessarily bad but it's just like it i felt bad spot i used to feel so bad for him but at the same time it was like you know, like, can they just stop pushing him, please? Like, it, it was like you could push him, but like change his character up. Like, yeah, like they wouldn't like, let, let him run. Let him yeah. run and just do his thing, which like, is what we see, see him what now. He's doing now. Yeah, you see yeah. what he's doing now. Like, let him cook. But it's crazy because I felt like we had to go through that to get the Roman we got now. Like for him to just be forced into go. the spotlight and just get all these accolades so quick in like what five year span, he main evented like four manias. Yeah. All that, and then now he has the credibility to his character. He could be like, "Oh, I did this, that, X, the third, whatever." I, I feel like he went through that like he, two times. Like he went through that like two or three years before like they actually pulled the trigger. Like mm-hmm. he was already like established as like that WrestleMania main eventer, and like the, like after the Undertaker, then they backtracked it and made him mid Carter a little bit. Was that? Be, was I think that was definitely after. after it was definitely after he won his first world title. That's all I know. I think it was before Undertaker though. Because like when when he came out that one brawl and got booed for like what like ten minutes straight like mm. yeah and it's kind of legendary my yard now and then he <laughs> this drops is my like yard. Out, like it's a turn heel right then he could have run with this character that he's doing now like right then he could have done that but a I lot agree. of people think that's like his best promo up until fucking what we saw last week because that shit was fire yeah I yeah, love I love that was, promo because he had the crowd in the palm of his hand at like at that moment like get that kind of heat. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he was, like, like just, like, the poise that he said it with and just yeah. dropped the mic. That's, that's, that's like, what he said. Yeah, it's like, nigga, I just beat The Undertaker. Y'all can't tell me shit. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> what y'all talk about right now. <laughs> like, I just beat The Undertaker. My so. Mic drop. That thin-ass glass pan we about to go to. What's about to happen, y'all? Oh, you, what, what part? Do you, you use the pizza cutter already? Oh. I already got We about past that part. I, didn't I was like, that much. was kind of like where my stream cut out, like the commercial break after that, and like when they start bringing up the late tubes. I was surprised. I saw the Domino commercial match. though. That, that was, was hilarious. Funny. That shit was funny. He about to do it was like I heard Karana off the top. He punching. He's punching. Nick Gage. I don't know. He's kind of. He's not. He's not selling these punches at all. He's just sitting there. Hello. <laughs> Eric Karana through the glass shit. Okay. 
Nick Gage is what white New Jack. Yeah, <laughs> basically, he basically is. <laughs> That's a great yeah, describe him. Pretty much. All right. Well, y'all want to get started? Oh, oh yeah. I thought we started already. Yeah, we did. We pretty much did. But I'll intro the show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number what is it? Twenty two. Twenty two. Twenty two. I'm subject 22. to change. That's what's up. Shout out 22. to Dylan's age. But <laughs> it's your boys, the fabulous three bros, of course. Here to bring you another episode. It's your boy Vince McMahon's being joined by the fro wrestling journalist himself, Chad G. Say what's good, Chad. It's good people. And as always, we got Slim Villain on the other side of the glass. Here. What's that, man? What's popping? What's popping off? It's, it's a lot popping off this week, man. We got a lot of rumors, innuendo, some returns, a few releases or really just one um some behind the scenes talk between wwe talking about aw and their competition all that and more so without further ado what do y'all want to get in first because today we learned the news that bray wyatt has been released by the wwe dun, dun, dun. um i can't say i'm surprised but can't say I'm surprised it is either. it's sad to see you know because bray was somebody who was always able to reinvent himself come up with these crazy characters ideas come up with entertaining stories to tell but with me it never really clicked with him in the ring um he's been going out for a couple of months pretty much since Brody Lee passed and um last time we saw him he lost randomly at Mania off some dumb shit yeah I think that I think that's like I feel like like all three of us like have that same opinion on Bray Wyatt like recognize like he put a lot of work into his character and stuff but like once like it the bell rang like it kind of fell apart yeah yeah like, and i don't know why it kept falling apart it's like all of his matches he played up like he was like some some like voodoo doll that people can just beat the fuck up like he i feel like most of his matches he don't even get no offense in like the, people just be wailing on him beating his ass and then with the fiend character it was even more playing up to that even more with him just like taking offense and just like being basically indestructible you know what i mean like yeah it didn't help that they overexposed it so fast. Kind of left it in a corner. Mm-hmm. Would y'all say that it fell downhill with Bray ever since the Hell in a Cell match? Like, ever since then, it just a steady decline? Because I feel like he, he never, yeah, for Fiend specifically, he never could pick it really back up. I mean, I'm trying to think back on what we had after that. I think so. We got Randy, we got Miz, we got Daniel Bryan after all that. You, you had him win the title from seven. He won it, and then Goldberg squashed them. Yeah, again in Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. like you had you had him win it, and I think Goldberg beats him in like what two minutes? Like yep. was it, they like four spears, barely lift him up, pretty much half suplexed him. He didn't even do a jackknife. He like lifted him halfway up in the air until his body was parallel and just flipped him over. It took Seth what like ten, like twelve curb stops. He still kicked out, and then he gets speared by Goldberg a few times, and then mm-hmm. it just made everybody look bad. Like that, 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 I think that's one of the worst creative decisions they they had of the past like mm. ten years. Because look at what it did; like it pretty much killed Seth Rollins as a babyface. Yeah, they had to turn him heel. They had to turn him their hand for him to turn him. And then it kind of it took a lot of steam out of the Fiend character, which mm. was like getting really big at the time, had a lot of momentum. So I, I think I think it did a lot of damage. They shouldn't have gave him the title that character the title so fast either. Or yeah. even at all, honestly. Yeah. How do you book yeah, yeah. those type of characters with like to have the title unless they go on some crazy ass dominant run? Like unless they had like hot shot on him and gave it to him when he was just basically unbeaten, unbeatable. But and, and what was his goal too? Like why why does the fiend want uh 
a championship title. Like, what, what, what was his purpose? They should have made some mystical shit. He once he gets the universal title, he got power. He got universal powers. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He can travel to the dimensions or some shit. <laughs> you can make up shit, man. Which underground? Oh. Turn, yeah. turn to which underground? <laughs> Please. You know that's what I want. You know that's what I want. But um, in the case of Bray, like I don't think it was really like to his fault how they treated him because I think they just don't really know how to handle those type of characters really. Or many type of characters. Yeah. <laughs> And, and it's just uh, I don't know. I'm I, I, it's sad to see him go, and I don't want to hey, see nobody sir. saying. I me personally, I don't want to see him in AW. Honestly, I don't even really want to see him wrestle necessarily. I think he could do something in Hollywood, start working in horror films or something, be an actor. It's, uh, it's plenty of things you could do out here. Yeah. It really does depend, like what he wants to do. Like if he wants to wrestle, obviously, like in like the high level, then like AW would. Be the place to go if you but, lose today, but we're getting too many. It's, it's really, getting like, to the point. It's getting who, to the point. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Like, where, where does he fit in? Like, I, in the company, because like you got to focus on, on your because you have, if you're bringing in like a Punk and a Brian Danielson, then you got to bring in, you got to, you got to think about like your Adam Pages and mm. your Darby Allens and your Jungle Boys and your MJFs. Like, you got to think about like your homegrown talent yep. that like you have. So you can't, you can't just keep like going back to like the, the former WWE superstar well they're gonna be running into that problem very quick like very soon you know like i if, think if those they, rumors are true which we will get into but i think how they utilize christian so far is good because like he's still doing stuff but he's not on like every mm-hmm. week he's not so a main he's, he's not a center of attention yeah but he's the center of attention he's not taking away from everybody mm-hmm. like they're kind of building him up like in the background a little bit like he's getting like some wins so i think he's gonna be i think he might be the one that faces omega ultimately all out because like because now that uh adam page we get to later but adam they're page gonna delay it a little that. more that could be yeah the thing with christian is like he's somebody who's past his prime but you think about let's say andrade mm-hmm. or he's, malachi he's still, he's still can he can still go ring. he can still go but it's past like in terms of him being considered like a young, fresh dude that like can put like he can put over talent, but it's not somebody you want to put the strap on. Like you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Build on like you can't really build with Christian. Yeah, but that's the thing. like I wonder like I, well, we can get into this later when we talk about AEW. I'm just like wondering where they go with this with this Omega title reign. How long yeah. they extend it out? We're gonna talk about it. Um, but yeah, as far as Bray's concerned. I know I feel like in AEW he could get off a lot of shit with his character. He probably couldn't in being in WWE, but I just I I don't want to see Bray in the ring. Honestly, I don't. I if he want to be a producer, anything like that, I'm fine with it. But and, I'm just not interested. And also, you have Malachi Black now. He's doing like spooky yeah. shit. I assume too. So yeah. like you know, <laughs> this is spooky shit. They got a lot of <laughs> they got a lot they of spook, they got a lot of spooksters over there. They got that Abigail Abaddon, whatever her name is. Oh, she hasn't been on TV. Well, actually, like ninety-eight percent of their women's roster hasn't been on TV in like yeah, in like six months. <laughs> <laughs> if your name's not Britt Baker or or Rebel, you're not gonna Nyla get on Rose, TV. Yeah, yeah, or Nyla Rose. Carl Sheeta. No, Sheeta hasn't been on TV since hasn't been on Dynamite since she lost her title. What was that two months ago? It's like they don't know how to book more than one woman strong at the same time. Because first it was Rio, who had just I don't know why they gave her the title first. Cause she's like 90 pounds 
and I don't she's, know. She's she's good in the ring. She's good, she's but as a first champion, it was kind of boring. But then we went to Nyla Rose, had her for a little bit. Sheeta had it for like a year or some shit. Mm-hmm. And then I now they, I thought like they didn't highlight Sheeta that much too. Like they would have. Her, she was just there. Honestly. They would have her in the crowd some weeks. Like your women's champion, like would be like in the crowd, like like clapping, like when they needed like the the roster to be in the audience. Like you, should, like, hey, you shouldn't have your women's champion. There's our women's champion. champion. <laughs> look, yeah. Look at the stars we got. Look at the stars we got in the crowd tonight. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it works for us. <laughs> but um, speaking of AEW, um, AEW was, ooh, excuse me, in talks with uh, WWE was talking about them a little bit. They had a conference call this week or something with investors. And they brought up a couple questions pertaining to like how the WWE potentially views them as competition. And they had some pretty interesting things to say about this. I mean, it's not that surprising to a lot of people just because of like how they used to talk about these things. But Pretty much what they're saying is like they they don't really necessarily consider a W direct competition. You know, they're trying to compete with what they say is sleep and every other form of entertainment <laughs> as competition. So I, I'm bringing this up just to ask you all, like, do you think that this type of approach benefits the WWE or do you think they need to kind of take a look at what's actually going on and realize that, like, maybe the approach to like wrestling fans isn't to approach a wide variety and maybe to go directly into the consumer base you know what i mean because i feel like AEW plays into their fan base a lot you know what i mean like they they cater to the fans the people that care they're not trying to they're trying to attract eyes but it's not their priority you know what i mean yeah but see, sometimes fans are stupid yeah they are they, we're, see, we're think, very indecisive that's one thing but i think that like they don't give a shit really about because yeah. they're making money either way. Like I think that's just like the bottom line. Like we've seen this for the mm-hmm. past like few years. Like like the creative is probably like at one of the worst points it's been at. The but they, they they're worse. making more money than ever. They're they're making like they have two. I think the, I think the the raw deals almost like a, a billion dollars. The SmackDown deal is a billion dollars. They have the Peacock deal that they made that was a billion dollars. Like they're making a ton of money right yeah. now. Yeah. And I mean, I get it. I get it. Because when you think about them just as a company, they're so much wider than what AEW is now. Like, they're two years yeah. in. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they, yeah, they can't be on that level yet. Year old company, and yeah. this is like a two-year-old company. They got, like, they got a production company. Like, come on. Let's be real. Yeah, it's like WWE views themselves and, like, they view themselves as a universe. They don't... <laughs> like, they have the resources to, like, be able to just exist within itself. Like, if they don't want to, like, have to... I don't know, compete or acknowledge AEW is kind of like, oh, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the pettiness of Vince, like, always wins out. Because, yeah. like, that was what the NXT being on Wednesday was about. Like, putting NXT on Wednesday mm-hmm. again, up against Dynamite. Well, you didn't have to do that. As you see, like, they're on Tuesday now. After, like, that, that, that didn't work out. Like, it doesn't, like, this has been Vince's MO since he took over the company from his dad, like going back to like, the territory days. Like yeah. it doesn't matter if he's on top, he wants to be the only one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I mean, speaking of, you want to bring up his pettiness, you can take this how you want. I mean, if you just read enough to tweet, it does sound kind of petty, but he says, I'm, I'm a uh, quote on strong raw set, by the way, this is all coming from him. Vince McMahon says he isn't sure what AEW's plans are and wouldn't consider them competition the way WCW back in the day. He doesn't consider this competition the way Ted Turner came at WWF. I wasn't I wasn't trying to think of that one. I was trying to pull up a different one. I was trying to pull up the one where he said uh, 
It's funny he's obsessed with Ted Turner now. Oh, when he said, when he said, I'm mad about that shit. I didn't, still, like, is never gonna later. get over it. Yeah, but when he said, he said something about like he doesn't know what they're doing in terms of like acquiring talent. He said we should give them some more something, some, some shit like. Oh that. Yeah. yeah, like That's he's gonna release to like people, like yeah. releasing them to go. Like, <laughs> yeah, like what's your thing? The game. How do, it is. I mean, because he's referencing the fact that they've been letting go all these people recently. Like it's a game to yeah. him, basically. Yeah. It's just like, ha, like see what they do now. <laughs> like, He's what? like, I, I know when I release my talent, you're gonna pick them up. So you know, stay tuned. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. uh, you don't care. It's kind of, it, it's like comical in a way, but it's also like, yo, what the fuck? Like this nigga's actually insane. <laughs> <laughs> I get it though. I mean, I understand it. We gotta stop looking at events from a fan perspective. Like this man. He's been running this business for like oh, I don't know how many years at this point. You just said like 60, 50 years or something. Yeah. It's like he at this point, he's looking at this shit like, yeah, are you this making money for me? Thing. Yeah, like are you making money for me tomorrow? And if not, like, come on. Yeah. It's like but, I think but yeah, Bray Wyatt though, he was probably like the top merch seller and he's gone. But but I mean, we can tie in this Mickey James talk right now since since you brought it up. Mm-hmm. They took that profit and pushed it on to somebody else. Like, oh my no god, idea. That's such, that's such which is very, so, very, very, very. In case y'all don't know, like what we're referencing, Mickey James had like a few comments to say on the release of Bray Wyatt, and she basically just said, like she quoted, she quote tweeted the like release tweet that they that they put out about Bray, and she said, "I think what you meant to say was thank you so much for coming up with such an incredible gimmick, time and time again, one so cool and over. We really didn't know how to book it right." Since we just gave it to someone else, so 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 we just gave it to someone else so we can make all the money off of it and let you go. So I mean, when you put it that way, it's like damn. Like I didn't look at it from that perspective until she brought it up, and I'm like, yo, it really is. It really does look like they kind of pulled the carpet out from other Bray and just. That's literally what it gave <laughs> it to Alexa. Handed that shit over to her. I like, feel. I, I think she brought this up too. Like she's not. Slight, I think she said like another tweet, Mickey, that she wasn't sledding Alexa. Like, oh yeah, no. Nah. Got to do like what? Like the company gives you this. It could have been anybody yeah. in that spot. Yeah, it, yeah, it could have been anybody. Yeah. So like, it's just it's the company that she's like dogging, not like the the performers, but. Like that, that, it is such bullshit that like you come up with like, a character, you have like this whole gimmick and stuff, and then you, you make it successful to the point where it's among the top merchandise sellers in the company, and then they're just like, eh, your contract's too expensive. We're gonna we're gonna mm-hmm. release you, Which is and bullshit. we're gonna give it to somebody else. Like, I don't get it. I oh, thought these, okay. I thought like that reasoning would be kind of be cut out now to be going back to live crowds, but I don't know. Are we gonna be keep getting these releases? Or some people think they might be bringing some people back. There's been rumors that Braun might be coming back. Well, under a drastic I mean yo since we mentioned Braun did y'all notice now that all the members of the white family or the OG white family at least not counting Randy and Daniel Bryan they're all gone and, no and sadly Broly, Broly Lee yeah Broly Lee passed with us, yeah with us. but even before then you know he left the company too mm-hmm. but yeah um, I think WWE is so frustrating in that way it's like it's like watching it unfold. It's like, how could you be so like, how is WWE so bad but so making so much money at the same time? Mm-hmm. It's a machine. Do you remember that 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 Shield Wyatt face off? I think it was like an elimination chamber before elimination chamber pay per view, like in 2014. Like when they the first time like they came like face to face and like the crowd was literally like it was shaking. The camera was shaking because the crowd was going so crazy. And then they, I think they only had that one pay per view match, 
and then they never went back to that feud again. Yeah, like it's just like why? Like, well, like how come you didn't run with that? I kind of thought they was gonna half run it back when they had Bray had the title, and I thought they was gonna get like have him face Roman in the, at Mania, like what two years ago? So I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But basically, the peak You're of like, the oh, yeah. character thought that was coming. But oh yeah, this is really interesting. The crowd's into this. Let's uh not do this. Let's just put someone else who <laughs> the all, crowd doesn't want. Of all the matches that they do rematches of, the fact that they didn't do a rematch of that one, it's 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 funny. It's funny, yeah. It's like yeah. I would love to sit in the boardroom with them for like a week and see like what the fuck goes on. Because like <laughs> I this feel shit like, no sense. A, like think about all the writers that like all the turnover in that company and all like the writers that like, go through with like that they're there for like a few months and then leave. Like it must be insane. <laughs> like mm. it must know, drive you insane to work for that company. Because it seems like Mickey James hates them now. I, I, she has a, she's a valid. Yeah, I feel like she has a valid reason. reason too. And, then, and then they said her stuff. Got the, the trash, trash in the bag. Oh, oh yeah. She never, she never getting in the Hall of Fame. She never getting in the Hall of Fame. Where is she in already? No, she's not in. Um, but yeah, that that's all I really got to say about Bray in that situation. Y'all want to move on? Yeah, let's move on. Yeah. It could all be so simple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what y'all want to get into first? The shit show or the good show? We're going to say that we're all the shit. I yeah. talk about Raw. <laughs> Raw still sucks. The Raw Revolt is still active. They listened to us for like two or three weeks, and then now it's back to back to bullshit. I thought <laughs> shit would change now that that um that crowds came back, but I found myself on Monday sitting on my hands, falling asleep, feeling it's like the same show, even it's more same, bored. Same, same show. That's Thunderdome. Same they, they, show. they literally like don't do anything different. Like that. Then shit they're is stupid, the bro. And I'm tired of these fucking rematches every week. I'm tired of fucking. I'm tired of the whole women's title division. Oh, the Nikki, that that what was that promo she cut after Charlotte beat her, where she's just like, I'm. He's like, I'm not a superior. You're the women's champion. Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm not a superior. Like, what? Like, like, Weren't you just saying you were a superhero like the last few? I don't know. Almost a superhero. And and like she beat her clean too. Like Charlotte beat her clean as a whistle. A whistle. Yeah, good job making your champs look strong. Oh my god! And then and then doing a, a rematch and they keep like going with like the the championship contender verbiage. Now that mm-hmm. keep going with, like, what? And then we it's look like at they're the insulting your intelligence. <laughs> they are. They are. That's what the show is. Honestly, like that's why. Like I'm. I'm really about to stop watching Raw because one, we about to get too much fucking wrestling in one weekend alone. Something got to get cut. And if I can cut three hours out of that shit, good. I can honestly watch Raw recap on YouTube and be caught up in ten minutes. If you do that, yeah. Mm-hmm. If I even want to, because honestly, they, they don't even give me anything to recap. What happened yeah, on what happened with the world title picture? I don't know. Bobby out here. I don't know. Bobby declined Goldberg. It's the same shit that's going on SmackDown. Except Smackdown yeah, Bobby beating Oh, that's crazy. I didn't even realize. It's like, the same shit. Oh man. It's the same shit. He, Goldberg came out, challenged Bobby. Bobby said no, which I'm happy about. Goldberg don't deserve a title shot. And it, it, it's 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 nowhere. It's it's going nowhere for me. I don't even know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. What happened with trying Kofi? To... They're trying to push Jackson Riker as a baby face. Like that, 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 that sums up all the problems. Yeah, all. nah, I ain't having it. And um, <laughs> also, we had people's favorite Karrion Cross come out. Everybody wanted to bitch and complain about Karrion Cross losing. Now, what happens? The nigga comes out and beats somebody you actually want to see that you actually like. Nobody fucks it, with Karrion Cross. Why did y'all care when he lost? Now is they got that, him beat. It was Keith Lee the only option, or is it now like a bunch of like two or five log geeks that they could have like, had? Nah, I mean. They know Keith. They probably knew Keith could make him look good, which I mean I don't blame. But they had Keith Lee lose last week. Too. Last week, right? And then you know what else I'm mad about? Apparently, 
the rumor is saying that like if Jeff Hardy didn't get COVID, he would have beat him again. So why didn't they have Keith just beat Karen Cross? Because they're trying to embarrass Keith. <laughs> yeah, they don't. It's like okay, is Cross on Raw or not? That's what I want to know. He's on Raw. Because since when can niggas just jump from in, like be in, be on NXT and then just wait? Did, did he have a problem with that this week? Because he had a problem with that last week, Joe. That he. He, well, I guess he's not in that role anymore. But Bro Regal didn't really bring it up either. That he, he wasn't even on the show to, on NXT this week. Yeah, I don't think so. Now was. I'm like, is he just full time Raw? But did they even bring it up that he was on Raw this week? Like he no last the last week. Oh, they taped it too. So last week I think he brought it up when he was saying like, oh, your champ running around on NXT on Raw, whatever, losing and shit. You gotta you need to take control. That's what he was saying. But I don't know. Um, Karen Cross sucks. Yeah, fuck raw, fuck raw. Let's get out of here. Um, <laughs> NXT is boring. Is bo- pretty much boring me too. But I mean, it, it had a couple of spotlights I want to talk about this week. Um, first and foremost, I mean, shouts out to LA Knight and Karen. Uh, I was about to say Karen Cross and Cameron Grimes, because they've been honestly. That's the one storyline that's that's keeping me in tune with NXT. That's that's some really entertaining shit. Um, anytime they do backstage segments and shit, like it, it works. And they even said in that um the press release we was talking about or whatever that meeting was, they even said that they're going to be exploring more like backstage kind of like, like off from the arena film segments. They're going to try to be implementing more of those. But um, with this, I mean, it's very entertaining. It's really entertaining so far. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I I agree with that. And you said like, that's been like the best part of AXD for me recently has been like the carrying cross and uh, I mean the carrying cross. Cameron Grimes, <laughs> Cameron Grimes, and and uh, LA Knight segments. They're a good way, like doing those type of um, segments are good for getting characters involved. Because you saw like Grizzled Young Veterans on there. Yeah, they were in like a comedy role, which like I never even never saw that side of them really. Or you know, like we never really got a chance to flesh them out like that. And so it was cool seeing them pop in. Yeah, it expands the character that makes like the NXT universe seem like bigger than just like the Capitol Wrestling Center and mm-hmm. the doing stuff like outside of it and like the interact with other NXT wrestlers too. Yeah. Pretty dope. Um, what happened this week? There was like in the golf field and mm-hmm. he had him, he had him like go into the water, get the ball or some shit. He Ted DiBiase came by. Sw- <laughs> yeah. Ted DiBiase came by, gave him a pep talk. So where do y'all think like um, the blow off of this would be? I think they're going to go full fledged tag team at some point or, it's just gonna end with them next one on one at the next takeover. I kind of, I kind of want them to become a tag team. Yeah, yeah. I think they can draw it out for a while. <laughs> yeah, because they, they have good chemistry. They have really good chemistry. I think they should take advantage of that. It seemed like they're trying to kind of play up on the story of like him trying to redeem himself, but eh, I mean, they, they can let it run a little bit. I think it's entertaining. They shouldn't like pull the trigger so fast. Do you, I think they can go with him as a tag team, but then like have like LA Knight like turn vicious on him and like beat him down because mm-hmm. yeah. like I feel like I feel like the kind of like if they go with this like you kind of run the the risk of like turning LA Knight babyface which I don't want so yeah. I think they can like walk that line for a little bit before like you have to like make them like take some like the, like the comedy out and then he comes like a little bit more vicious against honestly put them on raw yo uh no no, they'd be doing nothing. They'd be yeah. like twenty four seven. <laughs> they segments. put their ass. They'd be chasing after Reginald. Damn for it! Twenty four seven title. It's crazy. Any and everything dies on Raw. Everything dies. 
That's kind of sad. I saw Korea was chasing after Reginald. I was yeah, like, I was, was like, no. Was he not just basic Sheamus? <laughs> I was like, not Korea. <laughs> it's funny when you see the line of the niggas that's chasing 24 7 Saturday. It's like, these, like are the oh, people, no. these are the people we don't give a fuck about right now. I went, when they had Cedric and, and, and Sheldon joined after they got kicked out of the purpose, it's like, oh no. Yeah. Oh, oh but no. speaking of Reginald, though, <laughs> speaking of Reginald, am I the only one who probably thinks Vince fucking loves Reginald? Oh, he definitely does. He definitely. Like he's got, he, <laughs> like the most TV time of any type of I put Raw as Reginald question mark as notes because like he came out, man. He he lighting the crowd up that them gymnastic shits. The crowd liked flippy shit, man. They do. Why? Why is Ricochet yeah. not bigger? Why? <laughs> I don't get it. Ricochet must have like zero personality. He's just a, it's just a cancer. But he but he gets over him. like in the ring. Like yeah. no matter what, like like even if you didn't give a shit like with him coming out, like. You can get himself over like halfway through the match. Just by honestly, like, you doing the ring. Him and Reginald are real life friends. <laughs> Team them up. Yeah, honestly, Let's do yeah. something. Let's do something with it. They had, they had Reginald drop his accent too. Say mm-hmm. from St. Louis. <laughs> I was like, yo, thank God, thank God. When I saw that on Friday. I, I always knew he wasn't French. His accent always sounded a little off. That shit sounded so terrible. So I, I didn't know what Apollo Cruz was going for. I was like, what accent is he going? For? <laughs> yeah, I was like, is he uh, like I'm lost? Is Worse than Cruz, Nigerian. Is he French. <laughs> Did you did you see Kofi <laughs> react to that and drop his accent like like who he would fake an accent? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It happens That's to the best of them. So um also on NXT, Samoa Joe officially signed his contract, um, administered by William Regal to uh, to allow him to compete against Karen Cross for that NXT title. You already know, you already know what I'm hoping for. You already know what I'm hoping for. We need that title change. Oh, of ASAP. Course, of course. ASAP. I think we're getting it. I think we're getting it. Samojo's lucky nobody attacked him right before he signed that last one. Yeah. Oh man, if they put their name on that, mm-hmm. it's <laughs> they could have been challenging Cross. <laughs> so do, you, do y'all want to get into SmackDown now? Oh wait, no, wait I forgot we got no, no, AEW. No, no, no. We got AEW before. We did. I mean, we could talk about before or after. It don't matter. Okay, yeah, you can get SmackDown. I guess. We All right. So I mean, since you mentioned it, look, we just like how we getting <laughs> Joe and Cross. They gave us a swerve on Friday or last Friday. We didn't think we was getting Cena Roman. It's happening, man. Fucking Roman came out, had the conference with Finn. He has to sit at the head of the table, of course. You know, got to put respect on him. Basically said, look, Finn, I'm going to let you know right now, man. If you sign this contract, not only are you going to face me, but I'm going to smash you, I'm going to stack you, and I'm going to pin you. And it's over. So Finn was like, okay, that's fine. Let's sign it. <laughs> and then as soon as he about to put, as soon as he about to put the pen to the paper, Baron Corbin come out. Oh shit. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Interferes. Fucks with Finn. I don't know why. What's the reasoning? Maybe, maybe, He's maybe Corbin did. Maybe Corbin did kind of collude with John Cena backstage. Like John was like, look, I didn't want to say it out there in front of the people, but if you could do me a solid real quick, I might slide you 5K. <laughs> he said, What what I gotta do? He said, just go out there, that little Irish number boy. Still in my spotlight, take his ass out. Cena said, "Bet." Corbin said, "Bet." Now, this is my this is my fantasy booking into the future. John Cena transitions his character into becoming a Hollywood mob boss. He hires all these niggas to just do it, be his hitman, secret hitman, only to be revealed at a later date that he is the man behind all this shit. And we get a new turn to Cena. He's a mob boss, kind of like how Jericho was with Pinnacle, but cooler. What y'all think? But you want him to have his own his, his little faction, little scene of faction. 
I'm, I know this isn't happening. The faction with Baron Corbin. <laughs> Baron Corbin, uh, <laughs> fucking Chad Baron and Otis. Oh my god, that's a terrible faction. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like no, but it, um, after that, after Finn got laid out, Cena came right up and just signed his fucking name in like Sharpie, like, an, like the you asshole know, he is. is Sharpie, <laughs> he Yo. wrote wrote over Finn name and signed the shit. Yeah, what? We're the 10 year, we just recently passed the 10 year anniversary of Rey Mysterio winning the WWE Championship on Raw and like a, a, yeah. a, in a tournament. And then John Cena, who did not wrestle all night in that tournament, coming out and challenging Rey Mysterio to a championship match immediately <laughs> after and then beating him for I need the a, title. I need a Roman drop. He's, it's the same thing. Like Cena's, just, his character is always just booked as a change. Big like the oh my god that shit. Other baby faces too, like not just the heels. He's just like an asshole to other baby faces. Stealing niggas contracts. Like him either. Like every time he's like getting beat up, people rarely come out to save him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it makes sense. That that, 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 that makes sense because because he's such an asshole. There. <laughs> so I ideally I would like to see Finn go after John Cena after he's done with Corbin, but I feel like they're not gonna keep. They're not gonna like cater to us like with what we want like maybe they will but I don't, I don't know i feel like they don't care about like keeping the storyline consistent but it is smackdown so i'll give them a chance maybe they will kind of bring this back up in a few months be like finn be like well you kind of stole my shot like yeah i think know? that should be september yeah, pay-per-view because like, i feel like if not summer slam like, yeah if not i feel like it makes finn look dumb it makes you fuck adam pierce too what the yeah, fuck? adam pierce, yeah <laughs> he's a nimrod yeah paul Heyman, paul Heyman should sue him he should sue him he said, I'm going to tell you what I see right here. I see Roman's <laughs> signature. I see John Cena's signature. That's good for me. Like, you ain't even write his name on a contract. They ain't going to hold up in a quarter wall. That's not going to hold up That's some bullshit. <laughs> it makes I mean, sense why, why Roman wanted to fight Adam Pearce so much. If that's the case, Baron Corbin needs to, like, steal the lease to Vince Man's house and just write Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got to write it for his name. Yeah. Like... <laughs> what, if that, what if that's the end game? He becomes rich again somehow. <laughs> Him and Cameron Grimes. Kim Grimes teaches him how to invest. <laughs> That'd be the bit. He need to go back to NXT. Keep it a buck. Um, what else happened on SmackDown though? Um, we had another comeback, a surprising mm-hmm. return. What many people perceive, you could think she would come back as a hot baby face. You know, coming she back did. to all chairs. Sasha Banks came out to defend Bianca from the beatdown from Zelina Carmella. I'm sorry. And then she came out. They be ass set up for a tag team match later on. Is it like yo that reaction though? That reaction. You got a huge pop. Oh my god. Me superstar reaction. I love I love how they how they've been booking this feud because we obviously called around the time of Mania that they'll be running this back at some point. We were like that'd be the perfect SummerSlam main event. I love how they kept them separated up until we got to this point like sasha hasn't been on tv bianca just been doing her thing and now we right back to where we were and it's even yeah. hotter again it's even hotter than it was before you know because now they got they won a fucking award together they had the main event match obviously and then they got the chance to capitalize off sasha comeback by having her be in that babyface role and then they pulled the switch at the end of the show to remind us nah this is still sasha mm-hmm. this is still sasha banks she's still the champ she's still egotistical as hell and I loved it, man. Yeah, I feel like they pulled that off perfect. Like everything, like Chef's Sasha kiss. and Bianca, like mm-hmm. they they really pulled it off. 
like even the look in their faces like mm -hmm. i think a lot of us could like feel it coming but like still like like it's still good like like that's the thing with wrestling like even even if you can see something coming if, if it's done well like you're still fine with it like right it's predictable like that, I, that was necessary to happen that that, that would need to happen <laughs> I definitely felt like it was coming because when they when she came back, I thought it was random that they were just randomly friends. Yeah, like I don't know. I was I, like, oh, so they just cool now? I was I like, I feel like you could okay. buy anything like <laughs> that they had like because like you had like, they got the game like mutual respect for each other. Yeah, like, yeah. Their match, like I, you could buy that they like gain like a sistership through that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the last time Sasha was on TV, she was mad as shit. Yeah, <laughs> and she kind of just stormed off. That's why Bianca was looking at her like, uh, I guess. I guess if you consider, uh, if you consider like the SPs like canon, which I don't know if they do or not. They like they were like sitting next to each other the entire night and like they were, yeah, all, all friendly. They bonded. Stuff. They bonded during that time. It was outside the ring. <laughs> nah, I think Ethan was aside. Sasha was just playing her the whole time. She's playing. Yeah. And her. She's she's playing her. She, she the whole she time. Plot. She's plotting on her. Mm -hmm. I think it was it was all a plot. She, she was sitting next to the the Eagles, Devontae Smith, and she, she's plotting on her. Yeah, she from, playing, from that moment she walked off screen, she started plotting. Playing chess, not checkers, you know? Of course, of course. I love course. seeing, like, the crowd's reaction. Did y'all see the dudes at the front, like, imitating Cena? Like, their reaction to Sasha Turner was so funny. I had to rewind, like, <laughs> They were so happy. They were so happy when they was cheering. And then when Sasha hit the backstabber, they jaws like, oh! like, oh! Are you guys really that surprised? Like, seriously? Yeah. Like, I was Sasha. so happy. And then... Like, and Go ahead. Um, after too, when she had her in the in the bag sitting at the yeah. end, she put it on the second time. And she's just like cackling. I love and, like, seeing her Bianca, talk shit. I thought Bianca like sold that like really well too. Like how she's like struggling and like like you saw like the fear in her mm -hmm. eyes. Like, yeah, but she was like trying to get out. Off. Yeah, I was like, this is exactly what I need. We need to see Bianca go through some struggle again. You know, it's been too it's too been too easy breezy since she won that title. We gotta see her in a blood feud. And I'm yeah. thinking, I'm starting to think now we getting along that path where we're going to look at Sasha and Bianca as like one of those classic Damn. rivalries. Like we thought Charlotte was like her equal, but I truly think it's going to be, it's going to end up being Sasha Bianca that we really, really, really latch on to. Yeah, I thought we were going to, I thought like we might saw, might have saw a classic if they had that I quit match with her, her, and, her and Bailey. Because yeah. that, because I feel like they would have like done something like really special. Because mm -hmm. that, that, that been the too. first match with fans. Like there, and like that was 100% the pull off to that feud. So, damn, I, I think that would like rob like both of them like a moment in their careers. Mm -hmm. I agree. But, um, with that heel turn, I was just so glad that they pulled it because, like, seeing Sasha come back as a face, it was nice to see the reaction. But at the same time, I was like, I don't want, I don't want face Sasha, you know. Face Sasha's cool, but it, it don't really get there like what heel Sasha do, you know. Heel Sasha's on a different level. So, yeah. glad, I'm glad we back to there. SmackDown um, has like a whole a whole roster of baby faces lined up for. Yep. Where does Becky Lynch fit in? Where is she oh, gonna be on SmackDown dude. with her husband? I think she will. I think she'll be I on SmackDown. She will. Yeah. Unless they draft Rollins to Raw. And then they both the go to Raw. Road again. I think Rollins gonna stay on SmackDown because he's he just got there. Well, mm -hmm. did you just get there? Everything yeah. was like so short because like the crowds just came back. So it was, was like, like right the shows are just like restarted. Right before shutdown? Did they do the draft? Oh no no it was it was during the shutdown because he's on remember he's on that's raw right, doing that that's like right. this Mysterio family yeah. they, they drafted oh, the entire storyline over they literally drafted the entire story like Rollins Murphy that's the Mysterio that's right that's right I don't know where she fits in on SmackDown 
Because I feel like they already, because like, where, where would Bianca fit in if Becky comes in and is trying to be like, they're trying to push her as the top face. The Sasha so you can't it, ignore. And then Becky, and then the Sasha win it. And then you do Becky and Sasha. Mm. And then you eventually work your way to maybe like Becky and Bianca at Mania the next year or a triple threat somehow between them. I could see that. I could see that. I definitely could see Sasha taking the title next. The next time her and Bianca face, though. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. see that. But what, what about Bianca moving to Raw? No, no. I think she's. I think she's just stay on SmackDown. Yeah. It's crazy because SmackDown, like a few weeks ago, we said SmackDown's women's roster, like right before Money in Bank, was so slim, and then now they kind of loaded. Loaded. Lena Vega, <laughs> Becky Lynch, maybe Sasha Banks is back. Liv. Tony Storm. Yup. I can Knox see Bianca like. Losing the title and probably like winning the tag team titles. I don't want it. We're fucking woo. Montez Ford. See it. <laughs> Montez. What if they move? What about Naomi? the rumors of Naomi moving to SmackDown? Yeah, you just said yeah, it. Bianca and Naomi is a tag. Oh, what if, what if Naomi turns heel? Joins the joins the bloodline. She's I kind of want that. Representative in that group. Because they have they have that, that Queen of the Ring coming up too. What if Naomi? Wins that in the ring, and then, and then Roman Reigns. Honestly, just like she's that's like, the, like, he's like the family, like like you feel the family proud. That's the perfect homage to Naomi for all these years of just her constantly being over, everybody loving her. Give her the first queen of the ring, man. Let's I do agree. it. Let's do it. Our black queen. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we touched on Barry Corman a little bit, but <laughs> if y'all got a chance to see that backstage promo you did with Kayla, man, that show was hilarious. Like, um. When he was just down on his luck, we kind of talked about it earlier. So, did she offer him a tide stick? Did she like offer him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, don't try and play me, Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He still had that same shit on his week, too. I'm like, yo, that's funny. I what if his character is like playing, is like lying this whole time. The character. Yeah, I appreciate the commitment to the character because because he's, he's in real life looking trash like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like, nah, you can't shave your face. Oh, nah. yeah. His, his, his <laughs> if you shave any of your hair, you're getting fired. So, um, but I, I wanted to talk about him and like being in this new storyline with Finn now because I mean, we wanted to see Finn in the main event. We got a glimpse of it. Is the, like the thing with Corbin Fuse is they let they tend to last months. Oh, uh, uh, yes. I hope yes. he just beats his ass next week. He need to just be his ass and that just be it. Like, I don't I mean, I meant to text y'all that last night. I'm like, I do not want to see a Corbin and I don't. This is 100% going to SummerSlam, though. Like, I can, yeah. I can just feel this is 100% going to be a as SummerSlam. a SummerSlam match. Corbin versus Finn. Ew. They're going to run. It's going to be some kind of like disqualification or cat or something. That shit is ugly. This week. And then they're going to like do it again at SummerSlam. I mean, honestly, Corbin not that bad in the ring. He's not that bad in the ring. He's not, but some his like the feuds. I just I don't I don't know. Yeah, they they tire me. I don't know what it is. They just I they, just get annoyed with him. Like, and he was the one that retired Kurt Angle too. Oh, don't even mind. Which is just like it's still a bad decision. It was a bad decision at the time. It's still mm-hmm. a bad decision. Kurt Angle was like question mark. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> They could have Cena. Like Cena was doing nothing. He, he would have. He, he probably would have done like a, a couple minute match, like a te- like a ten minute match with Kurt. I retired. You retired him. <laughs> He's like that. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Retire you right now. Nice. Retire your ass. But um, speaking of retirement, if we want to head along, uh, away from WWE, 
people who could potentially be coming out of retirement. A lot of rumors and innuendos going around. Uh, was this popping last week? That we was we talking about this? CM Punk potentially coming back. No man, my memory, my memory shot <laughs> yeah, too. I think we were talking but, about. Yeah, I think I think we did talk about it. So it's been pretty much confirmed at this point. I mean, yeah, the, unless the unless they was playing games and trolling, talking about Chris Jericho, but Darby Allen coming out on that promo and saying AEW is where you got to prove yourself, even if you're the best in the world. That right there was a dead giveaway. We are gonna see him Punk. They're going to Chicago like twice <laughs> in the same fucking month. So. We're getting it, man. And I just want to kind of gauge y'all excitement on it. So, like, if we could talk about this in depth a little bit, because where do y'all position CM Punk in your mind as, like, one of the greatest of all time? Oh, that's a hefty question. Yeah. Um, like, of all time, that's hard. It is I, hard. Of, like, the past, like, 10 years, I think he's, like, top 10. Like, of, like, of, of this generation, I think he's, like, top 10. Yeah. This generation... Like the the hold he has had on like fans, the fans the yeah, crowd. the connection is like that's the main thing insane. about him. His legacy is like his connection with the fans and the audience. He's literally, I would consider him like he's kind of like the indie John Cena, like like the you OG I mean? indie. <laughs> yeah, like he's the indie guy. That's like one of the first dudes to really like have a pop in reputation from the indies to cross over to WWE. Take his name for that, like for that matter. Transition it over and to still be as popular win world titles and everything like I agree with this. He'll go down the book as one of the best, but yeah, like this him being the AEW is perfect. Like this this is his audience. Like honestly, I don't think we have an AEW without like the legacy of CM Punk. You know what I mean? Just like putting so much attention on the indies, letting it be known that guys can pop off, like have their own like kind of reputation and style for like what they do outside of just WWE. Yeah, I feel like he was also like one of the first guys that WWE wasn't trying to push. And I was like, you know, you cannot ignore how much the fans are like mm-hmm. this dude. Yeah, and he him and, that shit up. Him and Daniel Bryan, like they they like broke like the glass ceiling for like indie guys like in mm-hmm. WWE, but they could be main eventers. Like yep. before, like they could like there's always a ceiling placed on them. And then like they broke through that. Mm-hmm. They changed the wrestling game once, and now they could potentially be changing it again because that main, that name you mentioned, that second name, Daniel Bryan, formerly probably future to be known Brian. as Brian Danielson, mm-hmm. is also rumored to be signed to AEW. So they kind of just waiting it out, seeing who to drop first. I think they're going to do Punk first, have Daniel Bryan come out of Amway or in New, that New York show they got maybe. It, it's looking crazy, man. It's looking crazy with Punk and Bryan like, pretty much being here. We did talk about this last week because now I'm remembering that like long that long tirade I went on just saying how like hype I am. Yeah, what if, they did, what if they did like an NWO style? Yeah, I'm obviously gonna do that with like. But what if they like, can you imagine if Samoa Joe didn't get resigned mm-hmm. and then all three of them like debut like at the same time like the pillars of indie wrestling oh, God. in the 2000s as or, like one, as one stable. We also have that third name out there. Y'all know about that third name, right? Braunstrom. <laughs> no, uh, it does start with a B, though. Brock Lesnar? Oh, uh, they don't mark? have a budget. They don't have the budget to get Brock Lesnar. They don't have. I'm not going to say this. Uh, I feel like it's going to sound wild for me to say this. They don't have the talent. What? They don't. I don't think they have 
a person in there right now that can be believably beat Brock Lesnar, at least in my mind. See, I, I brought this up to you before. Like, yeah, th- there is nobody in wrestling that you feel can believably beat. Yeah, Brock not really. Lesnar like Roman, Bobby Lashley, Lashley. Maybe Bobby, Drew. <laughs> they're all in the WWE. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But maybe Kenny Omega by cheating, he could beat him believably. Um, but other than that, I'm like, I don't really have anybody in my mind that I really want to see Brock Lesnar face one on one. You know. But that's the thing with wrestling, like, though. Like, conceivably, you can make anybody believable to be anybody. Yeah, yeah. It's, but, how, uh, it's how you book the match, how you book the storyline. Mm-hmm. Like, they've had Rey Mysterio had, have competitive matches against mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar. Like, yeah. I feel yeah. that, but, like, what I'm saying is I can't see them believably booking Brock Lesnar right to put over people. Like, I feel like it's going to be – if he were to show up in AEW, it's going to be squash, squash fest. Yeah, Miro. They have to. Too. Yeah, and Miro, Miro against Brock – Nice match, but Miro's not being brought. Stop it. Well, I don't know this character that he's that he's nah, doing right now. Nah, 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 nah. It's not happening. It's not. Think he can squash like a bug? Not squash, but he's not beating the Brock. He's not. See, I can I see think... a, a competitive ten minute match between them, but I, I can't see Miro being see, Brock. I don't think Brock Brock. I don't think he go to AW because, like, I think he's fine doing like his couple minute matches. Mm-hmm. He paid millions to go because I feel like he's in AEW. I feel like he'd be doing like actual like 10, 15 minute matches. He might like, do he would, one he would, match. He wouldn't just be doing like squashes all mm-hmm. the time like he does in WWE, where he just like hits like suplex after suplex and suplex over and over again. Honestly, I think it comes down to this. How passionate is Brock Lesnar about wrestling right now in his life? Like when he goes to WWE, is it really because he wants to compete or is it because he wants that back? I think he's like, he didn't take it or leave it. Yeah. I think once, once he's doing it, like, he'll have fun with it. Like, especially if he's, like, I think he actually likes, like, having, like, actual matches. Because, like, you can tell he puts, like, Yeah, well, people he respects. A lot. Wait, wait, yeah. Even, like, I feel like, Balor and Dana Bryan and AJ Styles, like, he was selling his ass off for them mm-hmm. in those matches. So, like, like, when you say that, I feel like when he goes over to AW, he like, who the fuck are these niggas? And you telling me I'm losing to him? Nah. That's not yeah, it. I don't, I don't think I'm I don't going think over all these niggas. And that's what I don't want. I don't want Brock to just come into AEW to just squash everybody. That reason, and also, him. I feel like I feel like they just don't need him. They don't need Brock. Yeah, they don't need Brock. They don't. Like, they don't it's they don't not going to really service them in any way. Like, Brock, in my mind, is WWE guy. Like, it, it he needs to wrestle. Bank account too. If Brock yeah. is wrestling, he's going to be, he's going to be, he's going to be at the top company. Like, that would be like The Rock going over to AEW. Never. Never in my mind. If that like, happens, man, man, this man might, might happen. That may be the end of this man. Yeah, yeah. he'll probably have a have heart, yeah, heart, heart attack. Him or John Cena going over to AEW. Yeah. I feel like he'd shut WWE down. <laughs> like, John Cena going to AEW, like, that would be a disaster. Mm-hmm. That, yo, what if, what if the Bellas come over to AEW? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop. Wait, why did you why did you laugh like that? Because <laughs> they would never. They have a fan base. They would never. But they don't use women. They don't use their women that that much. I yeah. Maybe he has like a personality or something. Yeah, we want Jay Cargill. Like, what the fuck is going on, guys? What they're is gonna do, They're going to do Nikki Bella versus Jay Cargill. Remember Nikki Bella, the, the longest rating <laughs> champion? <laughs> maybe maybe we'll get that. more Jay Cargill when Rampage comes up. I think I think they will because like I think they like I think like the uh, commercial is a senator. Like yeah, they did show her on there. Well, the thing my thing with AEW is I need them to like do better at cycling these people out because I feel like we've been focusing on the same set of people for like since the inception of this company. Like you know you got the got the elites, you got the Codys, you got the Hangman Page in the Dark Order, you got FT. I mean whatever 
Pinnacle Revival. Not that's Revival. Why, Pinnacle that's why, and Inner Circle. That's why I liked Ethan Page, like, cycling in there and, like, having that feud with Darby. Because, mm-hmm. like, it, it was, like, something new in, like, in, like, that, that main event role. That's why I like, right, too, like, right. Jungle Boy gets in there and, like, does mm-hmm. something important. But it, it just, like, adds, like, a freshness to, like, this scene. So, speaking of Darby, he was the first person, really, to tease Punk. Well, how how would y'all feel about that being his first match, like as a comeback, him versus Darby Allen? I think that's I think I think that's a, a good first match for yeah. to have. I think they could build like a really good feud uh, yeah. around that. Go to sleep. A feud yeah. or just a one off, just a one off like comeback match. You got that? They shake hands after. Shake hands. Yeah, I I I think I think it depends on what you want to do. I think you yeah, like that punk. I think you want to keep punk a, a, a face. Yeah, I for think now. Punk's better as a heel. But like mm-hmm. he's gonna have so much like fan support like when he comes back that you wanna like ride that for yeah. a little bit for turn him heel. I'm excited, man. When I think about CM Punk, like we've been talking about this for years, but never did I really believe it. Like all the rumors that we've had before, I never thought it was true. You know, I never really fed into it. This time it's happening, it's real. CM Punk used to be like one of my favorite wrestlers. Like when his when he was at his peak, he was my favorite, you know. That's facts, that's facts. So you know what's crazy though? Uh, kind of damn it's like i'm excited that it's happening mm-hmm. but i don't think i'm as excited as i would have been if it would have happened like three years ago or like two. yeah i could feel that well, i could feel the, that before the ufc yeah yeah, yeah that, that definitely ruined his that took a little bit that took a little bit of shine off that, of him and i'm wondering now how much like what kind of shape punk is in to be like a believable competitor you know what i mean like i'm wondering what he looks like in the ring compared to all these like new flippy niggas we got now like wrestling wrestling has turned up since he left you know well the thing with CM Punk though yeah I think he's yeah, I think he's chilling shape. I think he's chilling but you know it's just a mystery at this and, point and and the thing with him was he was never an athletic wrestler like you look yeah. at his offense it was always like a little bit sloppy mm-hmm. and like it didn't look pretty but like in his later years yeah but he yeah. But he knew how to like to work a crowd though he knows how to work a match mm-hmm. so like he can get around that I kind of like that about his style that it was kind of like rugged, like what you were talking about. Like he would do like he does like kicks and shit like he'll do like drop kicks. But like it looks like believable in a sense where like you could see somebody on the street just like pulling this off. You know what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. way he kind of does it. It doesn't look crisp, perfect like a ricochet would do. But it looks like it just looks like a nice fight move like you might see in like a movie or something. I don't know. But yeah, sometimes it can be annoying when like shit looks too clean. Mm-hmm. It's like they're supposed to be fighting, but everything looks so like. Yeah, like it fits in a puzzle piece. That's why I don't mind mm-hmm. some botches sometimes. Cause like theoretically, like if you're struggling to not get hit by a move, like it's not gonna look clean like every time. Like you don't want like you're not gonna let somebody like pick you up mm-hmm. and just like slam you like that. You'd be like fighting them like yeah. the entire way. That was um since you like kind of mentioned that I wanted to kind of segue into Nick Gage because like saw I saw him for the first time facing Jericho. And I expected him to be like a very sloppy dude, like just off of just the his notoriety being like this deathmatch wrestler, hardcore dude, white new jack, like we said. But, um, like, uh... Yeah, he, he well, he be in the ring, he looks scary, yo. Like he just be walking like he wanna kill somebody. Like he's the, like the way character work, man. He I don't know how to I don't know how to describe it. Like he, he just looked like a nigga that's just about to come stab you. Like he was he, does. he looks like he's he just be walking around <laughs> mad. Like he his face was just like one bleak expression the whole time. He's walking all like stiff and angry. I'm like, yo, who the fuck? Who yo, the fuck Jer- is this dude they found on the street? Like, like, Jericho's in actual danger here. 
That's what I felt. No, when when he pulled out the, well, the first thing he did was pull out that pizza cutter, right? He sliced his arm. Yeah, he sliced his arm. I like, felt like uh, Jer- that was his sign. Like I ain't fucking around. Like I I will cut your ass in this match. And Jericho was like, Jericho looked a little scared. I don't know if that was just me. First of all, I would have been like, why does this nigga have a pizza cutter? Like, exactly. why is he carrying around a pizza cutter? Yeah. So funny that you brought that up because like that did that make a few highlights this week. That pizza cutter Speaking spot. Which like what what a match? Like, what a week he had. First the Macrodona. Match, yeah, oh, yeah, GCW, yeah, yeah. and also like Matt Cardona, the former Zack Ryder, like having mm-hmm. a career revival as like the top heel in the Indies. Yeah, I, w- I didn't put down a note, so I mean, I guess we can talk about that now. Last weekend, he won the GCW World Title, had a fucking the crowd throwing beer cans at him. Oh no, they drove. Somebody threw a pizza cutter at him. Somebody threw a pizza. And it's just like, why did he have that? Beyond, they, they wasn't checking people. Yeah. They wasn't checking people into, <laughs> into like, the that show. Could've, that could have seriously injured him. That hit him. Like, Shit. That's, that's, that's fucked up. But yeah, man. <laughs> that, Matt Cardona revitalizing himself, man. I, you got you got to give him credit, man. Like that's solid what he's doing right now. Like he was an indie. He was one of those indie darlings, you know, in the WWE, which is funny. Yeah, that, there's that famous picture. I think everybody like knows of like uh, I think it's like after like TLC like 2000. Oh yeah, with all the champs. Yeah, it was like Kofi, Kofi Beth, and Evan Bourne. Evan Bourne. Um, Beth Phoenix, CM Ooh. Punk, Daniel Bryan, Cody, Cody Rhodes. Loves- Zach Ryder, I remember Zach that. Ryder, mm-hmm. and people thought so, we like, thought that was that a new was, era. Like, everybody was, was like, "Oh, era. this is the future." Yeah, I, it's funny looking at that picture and seeing where like all those dudes are now. Like Matt Sydal cooking on AEW a little bit, Cody obviously, um, Kofi, Kofi world champ. You know, Kofi's the only one still competing in WWE. Yep. Now at this point, yep. and Bobby Lashley killed him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have we seen Kofi since that? We have not. <laughs> yeah, no. Wow, wow. Well, he was I'm on like he was he was in the dirty backstage like interview like after Money in the Bank with like Biggie and Woods, but I don't, I don't think that's like for the show. <laughs> How do y'all like this? Just thought of this fantasy booking. Put on my tinfoil hat real quick. Um, Biggie gets drafted to Raw. We don't see Kofi up until that point. Kofi, they have a reunion. Kofi trades on Big E. Xavier oh, Woods no. like why, no, why, no, why? No. Why? No, no, what is this? No, no, we can't keep it. <laughs> like, like Biggie, Biggie brought up a great point when he's talking about like a possible New Day split. He said like they've not even teased like tension between them. Like, at there's all. so many storylines between. Like, there's so many like avenues you can go mm. down still with the New Day before you get to a split. We haven't seen like a complete split yet. Like, where mm. three of them on different shows. That's what I did on my Universe Mode 2K. Fucking put Xavier on NXT, Kofi on Raw, Biggie on SmackDown. Let them cook. They didn't come back one day. We could see that. I could see a rivalry between Kofi and Big E without them splitting up the new game. Yeah, like they could do they can do this without them that would like, be without them like turning heel. Yeah. They could just be like competitive. Like because because they could still be friends, but want to be the champion. Yeah. At the same time. So um I forgot where we got how we got there. Subjects were changing, but um oh Nick Gage. Nick Gage. Got- yeah. But um damn, what was I about to say with Nick Gage? Before we was talking, we was talking about Jericho, Nick Gage. I mean, Stop. oh yeah, the pizza cutter shit. The pizza cutter shit. Eric Bischoff oh. was just talking about it like last week, how you don't really like the deathmatch spots and everything because it's bad for advertisers. Blah, 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 blah. What were y'all thoughts on seeing all this gruesome brutality on TV? I mean, I don't think it went crazy. The pizza cutter spot was the one to me that was kind of like, eh, maybe they pushing it a little bit, especially having that Domino's ad pop up right after. That shit had to be intentional. I don't know. Like, I don't know. 
That should just give me the ick. Like I don't think it was I intentional. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is coincidence that the Domino's commercial. So, what are y'all thoughts on like the deathmatch style? Like, is it for you? Because for me, it's not for me. It, it, it's entertaining to a degree, I think, but I mean, I, I can it, go without it a little bit. Like, I I can go with it when it's like needed in a feud. Yeah, exactly. Like, this, like I guess this one. This one was, was like, kind of needed. This was kind of needed. Neat. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was MJF like saying like I want to punish you. Like mm-hmm. you're not. I want to like have like this guy like carve you up. Yeah, basically. But as far as like an appealing style of wrestling, like, is that something you get excited for? You tune up like turn uh, tune in for. There are people that can no. do well, but like I don't want to watch like a show full of it. Mm. Dylan, you like, sound like you was completely against it. You was you was like turning I away. I changed it. I changed it. Changed... Not because it was too gruesome. That shit just like I don't know. Cause it's like it's professional wrestling, so it's like when they do like death mess shit, it's like they're not trying to really hurt each other, but it's like there's like blood everywhere, and they like cutting each other up and shit. I'm just like, eh, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, want, it definitely turns some punishment. people. Off. It's not for everybody. I w- I didn't like how he went on like every side of the ring and did the pizza thing. Like he did it like three times, you know. Yeah, I think you should have done that. And once. I was like, you should have just did it once, you know. Like yeah, the, the impact was there. there. Mm-hmm. So I, like with that pizza spot, he's legit cutting him, right? Like it's no, no, that's I don't really think nothing. he is. Like I, I maybe he cuts him like once a little bit because I saw when he was kind of doing I it think, more, he was like wobbling it a little bit, kind of whatever. I think what happens is like because he's already bloody. So yeah. You can't really tell. I think he's just like spreading around the blood, really, like around his head. So it looks like he's cutting him, but like he's just like spreading like the blood around. I don't know. That shit too. Blood kind of just like I don't know. I'm kind of weird about blood, so it's like I feel that. I feel that. I definitely mm-hmm. feel that because like when we had the first, I I can remember the first. What was it? All in pay per view when Cody faced Dustin. Oh man, he was and he was bleeding. Awesome. I was oh looking God. at that like, oh, this is I was concerned for him. I was concerned like. <laughs> Has the WWE like completely changed our mind state on like blood now? Because it's like I kind of agree with them. Like we don't need blood all the time, man. Like this is, this is a little nasty nowadays. Like not not blood like that. Like if somebody get like kicked in the face and like they start bleeding, or it's like yeah, somebody run into the steps and they start bleeding. It's like okay, but it's mm. like when they be like rubbing it all on themselves and like cutting each other. Yeah, I think, I think that's nasty. Like when mm-hmm. they rub a person's I just blood think, on oh them. God, you transmitting some shit. Yeah, oh, that somebody just seems unhygienic. Somebody brought this up on Twitter. I'm sorry, I forget what their username was. He brought this up. They brought up that Triple H match wrestler. Because you think about his best matches, they all involve weapons, really. Yeah, like he has all fight, classic hardcore the street, matches. They always the have street fight with, 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 with Cactus Jack at <laughs> Road Rome 2000, the Hell in the Cells, the, mm-hmm. all the Hell in the Cells that he had. Like, so Triple H is a hardcore wrestler, you're saying? Yeah, or like a yeah. I, I, I mean, he is I more like a brawler. He's more like a brawler style. Like, like he he took he took pliers and tried to rip out Batista's nose ring at that WrestleMania <laughs> 35 when they had the mm-hmm. match. <laughs> like that's a death match. That, yeah, <laughs> but I think you said it. The Cactus Jack match, the Royal Rumble '99, I think, or was that? Yeah, 2000? yeah. He, he constantly used a sledgehammer throughout his mm-hmm. career. <laughs> Definitely. Did think he about have the three stages of hell match. Oh yeah, three stages of hell. Mm-hmm. It's funny you brought that up because I. I, was, I wanted to send that to y'all. Like, they put out a tweet recently with Triple H. I don't know why they was, like, celebrating him, but it was, like, what's your favorite Triple H? It was his birthday, right? Okay. So they said, what's your favorite Triple H moment? Notice they didn't say match. Because <laughs> yeah. if you think, if you think, Yo, if I ask you, dead, if I ask you what your favorite Triple H match is, what would you say? Probably the Cactus Jack. <laughs> Cactus Jack, right? Stipulation. You can't name me one Triple H match. That's like really good. That's one on one, normal. Yeah, I mean, I can, 
Oh, there was just one match. I think it was an Unforgiven, like 2006. And it was like a Hell in a Cell match with him and Shawn Michaels. But see, that's, that, that's a stipulation. Hell in a Cell. Stipulation. You got to pick one on one. That is one of my favorite joints, though. Him, Vegas, him in the Big Show and the McMahons. Wait, yeah. the, the, the triple threat matches. Head, oh, my God. That was, oh, I think damn, that was I disgusting. That, that was so yeah. disgusting. Vince McMahon, what he had in Big Show's ass. Oh. <laughs> I, I remember, like, like that's not back, then, at all. back then, I couldn't get, like, pay-per-views. So I just remember turning on Raw last night, like, oh, shit, what happened? What happened? I just see the picture, like, his yeah, head. Fucking I'm like, wait, what am I even looking at right now? I was like, wait, what? What is this? We were watching this as children. And then when his face came out, it looked like his face was, like, sticky and, like, oh, God, it looked fucking Gross, bro. That looks disgusting. But anyway, I would Triple hate H, so much man. when they would just show the pictures. I'm like, I know y'all niggas have the video, so why? Are yeah, y'all just I, I, I would hate that too. It'd be black and white, and then mm-hmm. just still photo. Be like, what, what's going on? That's shit funny. But um, Triple H, I can't think of. I can't think of one. I can't. Is a triple threat match count as a stipulation? Yes. Stipulation. No, I'm gonna say WrestleMania 20. The match with like Benoit. Triple H. And I mean, triple threat matches are no GQ. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh, okay, and they yeah. used they did use weapons in that match too. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. Was John Cena versus Triple H at Mania 21 no DQ? Oh wait a minute, Triple oh, H versus yeah. Chris Jericho when at Jericho WrestleMania 19, or was that 20? 18? No, 18, 18, 18. I want to put right. that on there, but that that match where he beat him actually that's more of a moment. I was gonna say where Jericho won the title, but then they reversed the decision. In, in I think it was like 2000. That happened. Oh, it's funny. I was just watching that um Royal Rumble leading up, like SmackDowns or Royal Rumbles leading up to that um, Mania. Like two, what was that two thousand two, two thousand one? I think it's two thousand eighteen. Yeah, I think it's two thousand two. Yo, that was the first like that was one of the first wrestling DVDs I got. I probably really? watched that WrestleMania like 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 fifty times. Like that's a good Mania. Time. Was that the Triple Threat TLC rematch on there? No, that was that was. Uh, was that seven? There's actually not like a lot of classic matches on that. There was like the best match, like the best straight up match on that show, I think is Ric Flair versus Undertaker. But but yeah, Paul Kogan versus The Rock. That's like oh yeah, spectacle. that was yeah, that was a classic. But the the the, the Ric Flair Undertaker match, it's hilarious because mm-hmm. like Rick like Ric Flair is selling. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. But in terms of the ruthless aggression era, I want us to do like a special pod where we look back at that era like kind of in depth like maybe we can do like a few episodes on it but that was such a weird time where they had a lot of wcw guys in they had everybody appearing on both raw and smackdown this is before the brand split they had the unified title jericho just has both of them i'm looking back at jericho he was just like this unbelievable champ like they put him in this spot that nobody expected him to be in and he was just kind of carrying it nobody's really believing him as a champ he cut this promo on a rock he's like i'm serious He's like nobody's treating me serious. It, it was like so funny. Is that when? Is that when they had like Stephanie had him like picking up like her dog shit? Like, yeah, I think so. To it. Yeah, and oh, it's man. just like why? Why did they like why shoot Jericho into the spot? Why was this the title build up? Yeah, I never understood. Like I thought it was always like kind of random that they had Jericho in that. And then at their Royal Rumble pay per view, the build up was with the Rock kind of like being expected to beat Jericho. Like everybody's talking to the rock. Like you have Triple H come and talk to him, Kurt Angle, Undertaker. They all just like, I'm gonna win the Royal Rumble. And then when I win, I'm fighting you at Mania. And then <laughs> we didn't even get that. Like they just went with Jericho and then Triple H won the Rumble. And then that's and then the rest is history. I don't know. I thought they were trying funny. to make Jericho like into like a main eventer, but they didn't go all the way, so it didn't stick. Like they gave him the main event, but like the the journey to there 
<laughs> was not good. Like the lady, mm-hmm. like had his character acting. Yeah, he's very mid card. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't really have like a good world title run. Yeah, like, he no wasn't way. believable. He was not believable yet. That show, Michael's Feud, that like, that was, that was like peak Jericho. I think. Serious like, Jericho. Yeah, I remember when he returned. Like, uh, when was it? I don't remember the year. But when he, he was like, silent. Returned on Monday Night Raw. He like clotheslined the the Olympic dude who was like carrying the torch. Oh yeah, I remember watching that. <laughs> yes. That was funny. And he had short hair. That was yeah. the first time he had short hair. And that was like me, like, ah. peak Jericho fan. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's crazy. That was first, yeah, that was when he first came back, right? Like, yeah. And then, oh. he, and then like the Shawn Michaels feud, he punches like Shawn Michaels' wife. That was like an accident. Too. Oh was shit! I remember he threw Shawn Michaels through the glass monitor, the TV. That oh shit. man, that yeah, was such was a like, that, that was crazy. Oh. And Shawn was like, my eye, my eye. Shawn was stuck like he's blind. I was like, oh shit! I was literally concerned. I was like, oh my god, did something that, go wrong? At that point, Shawn Michaels was my favorite. So that was like my Shawn Michaels era. You're like, oh no, party era. But oh, that Jeff Hardy era. Oh, that Jeff Hardy Michael era. Was, yeah. That was Jeff Hardy's my favorite. Jeff Hardy was everybody's favorite. Yo, they, were, they were fucking with us, though. When, when they had that, like, do you remember on Dave.com, like, they say, like, he was passed out in a stairwell? Like, oh, I do remember that. I was, Wasn't like, that before, like, they, an episode of SmackDown or something? I think it was before a pay-per-view, oh, but to get him out, like, a match. But he, like, came down, like, late in the pay-per-view and, like, interfered in it. But I was like, why would they do that? Because, like, that was around the time, like, a lot of wrestlers, like, Weird shit was happening, and and also like it's very well aware that he has like drug problems at this point. Jeff Hardy, so you're like, what the fuck? Like, why would you even like use that as like a Mm storyline? Remember they, yo, remember they made Jeff Hardy's house burn in a storyline? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, they do not hesitate. They do not hesitate to bring his real life into shit. And his dog died. (laughs) His dog died legitimately and they had like it was like they had in the storyline it was matt hardy that did that and he came out with like his dog's collar like in his hand mm-hmm. i was like i heard the plan originally was it was supposed to be christian yeah they should have gone with that actually i don't know i don't christian it would have been random to die no christian was going to be the one that was like doing all the shit with jeff because remember he got attacked with the pyro and shit too before Oh, I remember. Out, that. And he got I thought pressed. that shit was real. I thought it was real too. I yeah, was like, same. Oh, I was like, oh no, not just like, is someone gonna help him? Yeah. Or... <laughs> He's getting blasted. But I, I'm glad they went with Matt because it made a real person when they had that mania match, which was dope. That was a good and match. Was I, was I quit? That I quit match? I think it was just like a no DQ, but he hit him with that twist of fate, like in the chair, he, like put his head in the oh, chair. Oh, yeah, and he beat twist him. Of fate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That shit was hot. Man, 2008, um, 2009, Jeff Hardy, like. I don't know. That, that's like one of the best peaks, I think. Like mm-hmm. any wrestler, like of all time. They need to. Sh- when they brought back no more words, it's just bringing me back. Man. I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> he, he was so. I'm having flashbacks. They gotta capitalize, bro. That's crazy. as soon as he come back from this COVID bug, man. I was singing the wrong song. Jeff, no, you had it right. Jeff, Jeff, um, Jeff gotta be gotta be up there now. I'm fucking with it. That song changed everything. And plus, he beat Cross. Ain't that supposed to give him something? He beat the NXT champ. Yo, imagine he beats uh, Bobby Lashley. Imagine Jeff Yo, was we're, NXT. we're back to 2007. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Hardy beat Bobby Lashley. <laughs> like 14 years later, nothing's changed. <laughs> are, are, are we going to get the return of Durag Vince, too? Oh, no. The keep it. Lord. <laughs> Who was the person that told him? That should have do rags. Somebody does, does it again. Reveal themselves. <laughs> he was like, what the hell? He looked at Shelton Benjamin in the bed. He said, what the hell are you wearing on your this head? Is, this is no, probably swim. JTG. Didn't JTG used to wear do Oh, yeah, he did. He did. He's like, that shit's hot. This is trying to go swimming. He was trying to go swimming. He's trying to get the waves. 
What, what if he just came he in was waves? Ba- well, he was balding at that point, right? Or he had shaved his head. Oh, yeah, he did. He was that was right bald. after he shaved he his head. He was, maybe Vince was trying to get some waves real quick. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to please what he said, like, brushing his hair. <laughs> he, was, he, went up the, he went up the show and in the back. He was like, how, do, how did you get your hair like that? Yeah, I, I, I would really like that. <laughs> why do you sound like him? <laughs> Yo. Where the fuck subjects been changing, man? Subjects, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what are we, we even talking about? Oh, we're, just talking about like, we're just talking about like wrestling for women. Yeah, we just been talking about random shit. <laughs> I like it though. I'm fucking with it. Cause I mean, I was done. I had all my notes done, but I wanted to circle back real quick because we really didn't go that much into depth with Cena and Roman. Cause um, I wanted to just talk just a little bit about how fantastic John Cena is on the mic. Like you can tell him he was great before. Now he is like he is like greatest of all time level. I don't know if y'all see that, but that promo he cut it on Friday, like he has a crowd upon his hands, no matter what he does. And see, like I, he he has the ability now to like maneuver in between like different flows and different types of ways of expressing himself. I'm just fucking with it. I think he's coming. Like I think he's like great on the mic, but I think he's coming off as a heel. Yeah. Like maybe promos. Maybe so, uh, is this intentional? Uh, I can't tell if, he's, if this is like intentional or not. Just, maybe Hollywood is it because we love Roman so much? Yeah, I'm team but, Roman over here. You know, I, one thing I liked what he said was like him saying Roman has to constantly reinvent himself, and I like how he brought up. I like how they basically are going back and forth with their promos, even though they're not face to face. Like he came out and said Roman wanted me to change. You know, why would I change? I don't need to change. I'm John Cena. You know, like I'm a legend. Blah blah blah. And he brought up good points. But has Roman we, really changed that much? I mean, like, in the last two years, yeah, but no. Yeah, in the last year, he's like changed. Yeah. But no, he, he didn't really... When you think about it, though, Roman hasn't re- necessarily changed as, uh, like... I mean, he changed, like, his outlook. You know what I mean? He didn't really yeah. change... Like he took the vest off. He took the vest off. Like, like yeah, he took the it. vest off and changed his theme. Changed his theme, like, took the vest. And I don't then, feel like he's constantly, like... Have, has had to reinvent himself. I don't like, think he's changed. I think he's evolved. Well, I mean, it's just changed, but you know what I mean? Like, he's pushed past what he was, whereas, like, some people had to do a complete flip and be something different. Like, Bray Wyatt, exactly. that's a change. That's a yeah. change. You okay, know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to say. That's why, like, sometimes Cena's promos come off as kind of, like, condescending because it's like, it sounds like you're kind of just talking out of your ass. Especially when he says SmackDown been ass since Roman's champ. I'm like, has your head been in the fucking in your booty hole? Because it's like if SmackDown's been ass and like why are you here trying to like get Roman's attention? Exactly. Yeah, it's like, just like it just doesn't brought you back here. I think what he a lot of what he's saying is like not holding weight, <laughs> really. Like Roman, like Roman's like bring it up, like, oh, you're just the same lines. Mm-hmm. And it's true. But I didn't like how he flipped that that uh the missionary lines. Like if you find missionary <laughs> yeah for 20 years that's something the square would say <laughs> that shit was funny that shit was funny oh man i kicked my mic but um he's probably like nikki i'm sorry <laughs> oh no <laughs> nikki, i'm sorry i should have done more <laughs> i'm crying isn't john cena married at this point i think he is yeah somebody <laughs> random it was like a makeup artist or something but uh Funny how life works. Yeah, yeah, Cena, man. He he is on a different he on a different level, but I like what you said. Like Roman's points have definitely been hitting a little bit more. Like the only thing I really like, like what I said was when Cena was like, "Why should I change?" I thought that was a good point. So, yeah, now now we full steam ahead with that. Um, You know what's crazy? I feel like 
if if Roman goes on to beat Cena at SummerSlam in the main event, right, which he probably is, I feel like that would kind of not be like the end end of an era, but like you like yo, oh, Roman's really like the top top dog, like mm-hmm. he just be big Cena. dog. Yeah, gotta pass like that he, torch. It's his house now. It's like Cena's torch. still here, but he he not first in command no more. Yeah, same thing that Rock had to do with Cena, you know. Well, man, that 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 twenty nine match, like that was not good. Which one was that? Was that the first one? 20, no, that was the second one. But I that thought twenty eight was good, but then twenty nine, I think the Rock like tore like everything. Oh yeah, he got injured in like match. halfway through, so that match was just not good. See, that's why you keep the once in a lifetime match once in a lifetime. I was the Rocks wrestled a match. Oh, but never mind. I forgot. His last match was against Eric Rowan. Stop it. Stop. WrestleMania 30, that, that was, that's an official match. He hit one rock bottom. Had a referee, right. had a referee in there. Count the <laughs> he just had his gear on underneath his clothes for some reason. <laughs> I have to think the Rocks walks around everyday life like that. He doesn't, he doesn't know. You got to be prepared. <laughs> Might run into that 24-7 title one day. Can you imagine the Rock as a 24-7 champion? And he just never come back. He just hold that shit on yeah, the show. Yeah, like, ah, I'm not, I'm not putting this back. I'm going to get it. He incorporates into the next season of Young Rock. <laughs> the next movie's in. He just has it. It doesn't even make sense. It's just like a prop. It's just a prop in the background. It's the like next Hobbs Shaw. Shrek. <laughs> Uh, so I'm just looking ahead at what we got coming up this week. Um, AEW Dynamite has their homecoming. I feel like they just left. I don't know why this homecoming is so soon. Yeah, but they're going back in Jacksonville. Going back in Jacksonville, they had to run it. Daly's place, or, yeah. or is it like, uh, or is it like an arena? It says that Daly's place arena oh, right God. here. So I mean, we got we got a few matchups lined up announced already. Uh, uh, Chris Jericho's next labor is against Juventud Guerrero. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> I like how MJF brought that back, you know, with that um that segment they had this week. Cause like if you are have been paying attention, that's what Jericho kind of mentioned to MJF as an insult. Like, oh, I forgot what he said. He said it's almost like your mom was watching me back in 1980s when I was fighting Hoop to Guerrero or whatever. And um I don't know much about him because obviously that's past my time, but I looked him up a little bit. Dude looks like he was nice and he looked like he's still in shape now. So probably in better shape than Jericho, keep it a buck. So I mean, that's a probably lot. still that's almost every wrestler on that roster. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Every time top. I watch AEW and Chris Jericho come out and the crowd sings his theme music, I am disgusted. It feels so forced at this point. It does. It does. It's just like, it's, like, it's just the thing to do when he comes out. It's like it's like a padlock dog response. Mm-hmm. Basically, like you see Jericho, you sing his, his theme song. You know what song really deserves to get everyone singing at the top of their lungs when they come out? Lance Archer's theme song. <laughs> Is that Roman? No. Oh, what the hell was that? Kurt Angle? Oh, Shinsuke. Oh, damn. I no, I was going to say Edge. I was going to say Edge's song because whenever Edge come out, I'm I hype. On the thing. I said clear. I said clear. That's my shit. They need, they need to return to actual songs, like full songs. Yes, and not instrumentals. Like, because I always knew, like, a special moment happened once they got to, like, the second verse, or, like, the bridge of a song. Like, you, you would never hear yeah. it in their entrance, but then, like, they're celebrating, like, a win. And then they get to, like, the second verse, like, oh, this is a special moment. They need to get <laughs> Westside Gun to rap over Roman song. Please. Or somebody. Shit. You know what's crazy? I feel like WWE does it on purpose, right? Because they used to want 
their superstars to be like recognizable, right? They have like, crazy life. theme music, larger than life characters, but now they're like, yo, they're not the draw. WWE is the draw, so fuck their music. Mm. Who cares? They all gonna have <laughs> robot elevator music. Give them generic number recognize. sixteen. Go yo, on. Yeah, but even with, I think even like the instrumental music in like the like the attitude era was better. Like Steve Blackman's theme song, like. <laughs> I, whenever he came out, I was like, oh, he's going to beat the shit out of somebody. Steve like, Austin. He's kick somebody's <laughs> Apparently, that's Fuck. Bulls on Parade. Like, I didn't know. Like, Stone Cold Steve Austin said he told Jim Johnson that he wanted, like, Bulls on Parade as his theme song. Like, so, oh, that's, so that's like not inspiration. inspiration. I mean, well, think it about... Is, it is, but, like, that's, like, his yeah. the takeoff of, like, Bulls on Parade. Um, Top instrumental song got to be The Undertaker's, right? Oh, yeah. That's a Jim Johnson creation. do, 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 do. Yeah, uh, I used to fucking hate the Undertaker's entrance. Oh yeah. my god, I was so impatient. I'd be like, I'd be like, oh my god, he's taking like ten minutes. Is <laughs> Roman is Roman's entrance reaching that level for y'all? Because it is. Yes, crazy. it is. <laughs> yes, yeah, it that is. shit is too <laughs> long. I'm it's glad he didn't long. face him, Undertaker at this point. Can you imagine yeah. two Undertaker? Ten. It would have been ten minute entrances. Th- this had been thirty minutes of the match, like gone off the entrances alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the, like that song really fits Roman though. Now that we've had it for a long time. Cause it, it just it holds his weight. Um, no, I, I was at the gym playing, and that song came on. I was like, "Damn, I feel strong as shit right now." <laughs> That's what he'd be listening to. He'd be on the uh, that, big dog. Uh, yeah, that elliptical thing, whatever. And those promos. <laughs> so, uh, what else we got for AW Homecoming? We got Miro versus Lee Johnson, as we mentioned earlier, for the TNT title. Uh Miro, and we got the Bunny versus the legit Layla Hirsch. I think I saw her before. Oh, that's for the eight uh, NWA Women's World Championship Eliminator. Okay, cool. Wait, huh? Huh? They didn't even build this up. Yeah, I, <laughs> they didn't I don't mention know. this on the show. Yeah, I, I don't know where that's coming from. Um, at first, I thought it said NWA Women's Championship. Yeah, but... speaking of the women, can they get Jay Cargill like Yo, a, a big yeah, yeah, Like we just said it. Like, we just said it about three Cargill. times on the show. Um. <laughs> Maybe she's not ready, y'all. Cargo. Well, no, oh, hold, hold on, hold on. Watch her. Watch her. Sorry, no, I'm joking. They do put a lot of green niggas on TV, so it can't even be that. But like, but, do a pre-tape with her, like a vignette, mm-hmm. and have her like lifting some shit. Like, y'all know yeah, black people gotta go through, hoop, gotta go through Hulu. Hoops I heard be the ring announcer. You know, black people gotta go on Hulu hoops through AW. Look at, let's look at somebody like Lee Johnson. Can't even get no credibility without Cody Rose coming to Dickie and be like, "This is my guy. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> Anything that he does is gonna have to be under my training and my tutelage." Now <laughs> he's a part uh, of I me. I was so right happy right that, that I was so happy Malachi Black kicked the shit out of him, but he's about to cut yep. that promo. <laughs> he's getting That's booed what... too. Did you hear that? He was yeah. Oh, I wanted to talk about that. <laughs> uh, you booed. just reminded me. You just reminded me. I got footnotes. Shit. So. <laughs> That's another match we're getting this Wednesday. The Devil versus uh, White Jesus, Cody Rhodes against Malachi Black. Um, They're calling Cody Rhodes a devil? <laughs> yeah. No, Cody Rhodes is White Jesus, apparently. Yeah, not, not – I saw Malachi the, the, Black the, the promo devil. picture. Not not them having Cody Rhodes looking like God or something. Yeah, shit. no, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, you talking about with Malachi, like both of their faces, and he's, like, in the darkness. Yeah, Cody's I'm like – I'm like, this is too <laughs> much It's funny. Me. I mean, he came out – so I, w- I wanted to mention that. Um, he came out with the white suit again, as if we didn't get the point last week. <laughs> um, but I guess I can't say no because Malachi Black is in black, but that, that's him. He always gonna be in black. always dressed like yeah. that. Yeah, but, um, is like just dressing like this. White now. suit, you can't just pull out a white suit week to week. That's something you pull out every now and then. You know what I mean? Like, this guy's a sociopath. Yeah, come on. He could have he could have pulled out a tan John like Barack. But um I mean anybody with a neck tattoo like that, that they gotta be uh a little bit sociopathic. Yeah, yeah he he gives me heavy like <laughs> 3 a.m. Walmart like vibes, like in a you know. Like, but he's gonna like, 
I thought like, like he's gonna like kill you. <laughs> oh, oh, that too, like pickup truck up. type shit, like like cut you, like mm-hmm. Dexter type. Well, not Dexter because he was killing uh, killers, but yeah. But I'm glad you brought up that Cody was booed because I did take note of that, and I'm glad the crowd is on the same page we are on. Like Cody is boring, bro. Like stop, stop pretending like you this hero. Like you're clearly you're evil, bro. You, you put yourself you put yourself over everybody. You make it seem like you're the center of fucking attention. Like th- this shit, this shit ain't cool no more, man. It's corny. Like you, you talk about Triple H all the time. You really try to be Triple H and Vince McMahon. Like but Triple H is his favorite wrestler. It is right, but I, he always be trying to take jabs and shit. Like you can clearly tell. You could clearly tell. I mean, I didn't know that was true, but since you said it, I believe it. Because like he really be trying to be Triple H, like OD, like two, like 1999, 2000 era Triple H, just overbooked this shit. I'm just over it. Um, He's got to take that L, though. He has to. Has to. Imagine he he wins. What do you think happens? Bullshit. Yeah, I think the. Oh, wait. See, maybe they are going to do it. Maybe, no, maybe they are going to have him win because I think the only crowd that's been cheering him has been that, like, Jacksonville crowd. Oh, eh. No, nah, yeah, they need so, Malachi. So that's what they have the match at Daly's bro, place. Bro, this is debut match, bro. <laughs> Cody only that lost like how many disaster. times? He only lost like four times. In his whole yeah, he can take a loss. He can take a loss. Come on, It's not, not going to do anything. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, is he that like insecure about his like reputation or his he him being over? Because he sweared as soon as he loses a match, shit is just dead for him. He protects himself too much. Uh what else happened on AEW? Man, I, I forgot about my footnotes. Tanahashi. Tanahashi's coming. Oh, yeah. I was actually hyped for that. I was like, I, I know that dude. Mm-hmm. And then this is like, this is why I appreciate AEW for just the idea that they're able to expose us to so many assets and like ways that wrestling could be portrayed. You know what I mean? Because now we're getting to see people from New Japan pop up in AEW that likely a lot of people in America never saw. We just saw Nick Gage like introducing us to hardcore shit like that's that's what I appreciate about them. This just that they have such like a diverse way of being able to put on stuff for their show. Like they they don't just stick to one style. You know what I mean? Tanahashi. So Tanahashi's coming. Um, did y'all see private parties like Hardy inspired outfits? No, you didn't pick up on it. It was something I kind of saw when they first came out that I thought was dope. They kind of it's kind of like an homage to the Hardys. Yeah, yeah, they were, they were. It, it was like a kind of an homage to them though, because like it was similar. They had like the baggy like black pants. I said they had, like the tight, the tight uh, top shirts on. It was, I thought I, I, that's something I picked up on when they came out, and then they mentioned it on commentary. I was like, hey, that's I was dope. like Cassidy hey. has like the double watches now. He's wrestling with, mm-hmm. which is funny. <laughs> At first, I didn't really get like the pairing of them, but I really like that now. I really like that group, like that Hardy, like Matt Hardy has, like the HFO. Did you see he had, he had a do rag too? Yeah, what is up with that? I meant to ask him about Hardy. that. I was <laughs> like, oh, this is blasphemous. <laughs> oh, what him having a do rag? Matt Hardy had a do rag on. Uh, yeah, private party came a do rag because because they had what the because I say Cassidy. Yeah, it's like he wrestles in the do rag now. That's ain't that good. I I like, I mean, the blade and the bunny. I, I can do without them, but I like private party with Matt Hardy. Like I like like him such up weird... in like the closest. You would think is weird, but they are the, they kind of the closest thing to the Hardys we got right now. No, I mean I feel like that actually works. But like the whole Hardy family office, like stable. Like you have the butcher and the blade and the bunny, private party, and then and Helico, for some reason yeah. and Helico and Jack Evans. It's so <laughs> random. It's so random. It's a very random pair. And that's why, like, I wish they get they kept it with like private party and Matt. Maybe yeah, they should just focus maybe maybe and Helico and Jack Evans could fit in with them. They kind of similar, like. Yeah, they're like, they're like partiers. Like, yeah, party boys. but like the blade and the bunny, they just 
uh, the blade butcher bunny, blah, 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 blah. All of them, nice. all of them, I can do without it. So, yeah, man. I think that's all I got. Y'all got anything else you want to talk uh, about? I guess we can just say 20, today's the 25th anniversary of Kurt Angle. Winning oh, yeah. When it goes metal with a broken neck. Yeah, we could have we could have yes. synchronized. Oh, we could sync yes. Should we do it again? <laughs> Whatever, do it no. <laughs> nah, nah, it's over. It's over. It's gone. It was fleeting. Yeah, but um, we haven't mentioned it all show, so I guess we'll talk about it now. I'm trying to decide when this predictions title is gonna be up on the line. Oh shit! Um, I would so I did. <laughs> no, oh, the... you know what's crazy? My my shoulder. Oh my god, my shoulder hurts. Damn. Oh, Wanna know why? All this gold. See, I got, <laughs> I got two of the two. Y'all gotta chill. I man. got two titles. You don't got two titles. Y'all don't have two titles, bro. That's what I'm champ champ. There's four titles now. We champ champ. We champ champ champ. I shouldn't have brought this champ, up. Champ. I shouldn't have brought this <laughs> champ, Times four. Champ, champ, See, champ. I told you we're gonna have a we're gonna have a ladder match. Still not gonna have a ladder match. Four titles. Should I put? Rig. Should four we titles. put in the main event? Should we put homecoming up for the uh? For predictions, wait, what's it's, it's too easy? Yeah, yeah, that's the easy. Yeah, yeah, I don't think we should. I think we should wait. Summer but it's funny because I said that last week and then I ended up having two predictions. That's, that's wrong. That is true. Oh, we didn't even really talk about that, so let's talk about it. Um, yeah, Adam Page oh, lost. Yeah. How did we miss it? <laughs> we <laughs> totally missed it. Adam <laughs> Page and the Dark Order lost. I guess they're dragging the shit out a little bit more. I'm fine with it because honestly, I felt at first I got I did kind of felt like it was too soon with Adam Page. Maybe Kenny isn't all the way healthy yet. I don't know. But I'm fine with them moving it on just a little bit, just to let that storyline burn a little bit more. Yeah, but I was surprised. I was surprised. What did y'all think about the elite coming out in the Toon Squad shit? Did y'all think that was corny as hell? Of course I, I think that was point of the point. Yeah, it was. <laughs> They're trying to be like you. How, how much are they going to play into the corny bag? I don't know. Uh, it doesn't seem like... like it's corny in a way that it's like, okay, you guys may know it's corny, but you guys are still... Morning. <laughs> that was still dweebs, bro. <laughs> like, Kenny Omega looked like he never dribbled a basketball in his life. And it's crazy because he's actually like a accomplished athlete too. He's probably like the most accomplished athlete, like really? real life athlete. Yeah, but he's a hockey player. He can. Oh, so shit. Maybe that's probably why. Yeah. I didn't even know that. I did not know that. Like, like that. Well, I guess that makes sense. He played hockey, so he doesn't know how to dribble a basketball. You never touch a basketball once in your life, Kenny Omega. Up in Canada, yeah, it's too cool. yeah. yeah, they go to Raptors games. <laughs> I, I don't even know how far Winnipeg is from Toronto, though. <laughs> I think Winnipeg is like, isn't Winnipeg closer to like Montreal, or is that is that like, am I wrong? I'm probably. I don't know. Don't quiz me on Canadian geography. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Um, but yeah, man, it's been a good week in wrestling. Thank you guys for tuning in to the show. It's been your boys, the fabulous three bros. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Now we'll be posting some stuff soon. I promise. Yeah. At sub number two change pod. Just be patient. Just be yeah, patient. This is, this is the most out. sub two change pod. Like ever, like the most like sub. Yeah, this is change. the most we change a lot, but I mean, I like that. We, we I like it. It was, it was, free, it was some free um, flowing conversation. It was, yeah. It was a freestyle this week. I want us, I want us to honestly do this a little more. You know, we could, we don't have to always talk about what's modern or what's going on each week, especially, yeah. especially if the shows don't give us nothing really to dive into. Like raw, we can just leave that out the question going forward. I don't even know if I really want to talk about raw, but. Fuck raw. All my homies hate raw. 
Yeah, we, I hate <laughs> Raw, man. But I, I mean, I was breaking this down to y'all this week. Like, we about to have 10 hours of wrestling with Rampage coming in like two weeks. Not is it this Friday or is it next Friday? I think it's next Friday. Next, next Friday. Friday. I think oh, I thought yuck. it was the it might be the eighth. It might be, the eighth. It might be this miss Friday. me with that. What's Ten hours is I'll turn in three hours real fast. Is that yeah. is that the 13th? The CM Punk? Uh, yep. The 13th. First dance. So that is in two weeks, technically. Yeah, technically two ish weeks, weeks. Yeah. And and they're doing that at like the big stadium too, like not like the college basketball yeah, arenas. They're doing like the pools. Crazy. Crazy, bro. And oh they they have they have to deliver, right? They have, they to, have to. to. They have to they, deliver. There's, there's no to. question they about it. If they, they, they don't, if, bro. If Z yeah, Punk wanted to be an asshole, he could like hold up Cody Khan for like a million more dollars, probably and get that <laughs> because like the how they promised. He'd be it. like, "Yo, I'm about to call my Uber to the uh, to the show right now. I'm gonna need an extra two mil." <laughs> that's what. That's why I think he has to sign like pen to paper on this contract oh, <laughs> for this for to, like, to, to go this hard on him. Bro, like, it has I swear. to be like it has to be like authorized the lawyers had to approve it already like mm-hmm. up an impact <laughs> Yo, yeah. everybody, everybody's going to impact brock lesnar's going to impact Bray Wyatt. <laughs> oh my god it's, it's brock just... lesnar <laughs> turns out it turns out impact just like a money laundering scheme <laughs> but, uh, that's not the whole time it's a secret coke business yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff that's how i was gonna stay in afloat the whole time jeff jarrett was on chapel yeah but yeah, man, it's just crazy that we get into the CM Punk uh, thing, man, because it's just, yeah, you would have never thought it could happen. But here we are. They have to. They have here to. Here we are. They have to. They do have to. Do they it. play. They're literally, they booked two shows in Chicago in the same month. They said best in the world on TV. You have to. Do y'all it's think they the, leaked the shit on purpose to get the hype? It could be, because it looks like they're going to sell out both of the shows. Mm-hmm. That shit, they showed out a lot of tickets in like the first like couple minutes. It's kind of annoying, though, that nothing stays a secret anymore. Yeah. I mean, imagine. Oh, man. I don't know how they would book that what show. What was the last secret? TV, Sting? Like, that was, like, one, like, I didn't hear, like, any like, rumblings of when Sting came back. Hey, the the last return, that was, like, an actual, legit, like, oh, my fucking God, what the hell is happening right now? That's a hard question. Yo, do you remember Brock Lesnar came back? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, even yeah, Edge, Rumble. even yeah, Edge that was, was crazy. slightly, slightly rumored like a few months before. But but he like denied that hard. He went hard yeah, to deny that. Yeah, and like you believed him because you're like, oh, his neck is is done. Like Edge's comeback, silly putty. Edge's yeah. comeback might be my favorite of all time. If I'm yeah, his comeback is like I was, I was legit just thinking about that day. That day was crazy. Kobe, you know, Kobe Bryant died that same day. Yeah, right? that day was that, crazy. That was that, that was a hectic day. That day was wow. So. I remember to this day. I think it was January 29th, 2020. I think. Damn, that was 2020. That's nope. <laughs> what a Just, crazy yeah, year. Yeah, a year and a half ago. That's what wild. a crazy year. Yeah, man. What well, what a crazy show. Like I said, thank you guys for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter, Vince McMahon's. I don't um, feel like spelling it. Yeah, follow me, Chad Gelfand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Follow me on Instagram at uh, some villain, you know, champ, champ, shit, champ, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> we'll so I didn't, we'll I didn't much. What's up, this champ, champ? Title is vacant for now. How about vacant? That? Vacant. According to who? Oh, he strikes again. <laughs> vacant. According to who? According to Vince McMahon's. 
the boss, the chief, the chief operating officer. We got we got an old Adam Pierce over here. Just make it make it shit up. As, as, as <laughs> I don't see y'all name on the contract right now. <laughs> Yo, fuck it, Adam Pierce. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna get into this. I signed over y'all shit. Signed over that shit. It said match results, winner, tie. I crossed that shit out and said Vince. That was an expo marker. See, see I'm, I'm about to get uh, Jake Cargill's attorney now. We're going we're gonna to review this contract. We're, we're going to see about this. Y'all love Jake Cargill. We do. I, do love, Jay I love Jake Cargill, too. But well, this, is a, this is a Jake Cargill stand podcast. Yeah. kind of is. They, she need to give us something to stand for, though. Right now, we kind of just, we just kind of talking to the, the void. She, 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 Listen. She, we're talking about her potential, basically, now. Yeah. <laughs> I cool. think she has the greatest potential to be snatched up by somebody in Hollywood for a reality show or something. Very, very fast. Yeah. So let's oh, get oh. the show on the road. She should have went to WWE. All right, fuck she it. Let's go. Peace out, y'all. Peace.